Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to episode five, Attorneys with Swag, the Jury's Out what, what? podcast. Yeah, Mid- yeah. Five deep. That's that's a good, uh, that's good milestone. That's a good milestone, you know. Uh, two, two, three, four, five. Hi, <laughs> <Five>, baby. <laughs> you know me. I'm Ev. I'm here with Eugene and Jack, a.k.a. Splaticus, and welcome to yeah, the you know. podcast. Um, so... Yeah, so how we feeling, man? You know, I mean, it's, it's still coronavirus uh, quarantine season. You know, I know that it doesn't feel like it by what you saw on the news. These motherfuckers out here wilding. Wilding! <laughs> but, uh, you know, coronavirus is still a thing, um, especially in certain states. Uh, not so much in New York. We're going down. But how's, how's everybody doing, you know? Pretty good. Pretty good. It, it's crazy because you, you, you definitely see the people outside and what to expect. Yeah. But then sometimes you be going past blocks and you be seeing people inside. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know, and, and, and it hurts because like you see all these people outside and they all chilling and out in the sun and stuff. And you're like, man, I kind of wish I was as reckless as them. But then also you're like, nah, I'm not trying to expose my family and friends to some shit that they might not be able to come back from. So well, I got the, I got the Andy, so I, that shit ain't holding me back. I won't lie. I, I kind of. I'm a little bit in debt. I don't want to go into specifics, but just <laughs> <laughs> COVID. But you need to stay inside to hide from the people you want money this to. COVID has <laughs> been a, this COVID has been a nice reset, bro. Because when I tell you, it's it's like a motherfucker like me. It's very hard to save or cut down debt because if I if if I could have it, it will come, and fun is expensive. So it's <laughs> yes, like. It is. I feel like COVID has just been like, all right, like even though like shit is coming back, I feel like I feel like I got used to COVID life and I'm not in a rush to adjust. Even though the other side of it is gonna be like going out and drinking and shit. Like I, I like it's like almost I don't I don't miss it yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I miss I you know what I miss? I miss the friends who are being like extra precautious about this whole uh-huh. thing. Like they're like being super precautious and it's just like mm-hmm. Oh, man, like you're not gonna risk it just a little bit for me. <laughs> like, are you a real friend? Are you a real friend if you're not willing to risk possibly affecting a, a disease just so you can hang out with me? Just because yeah. you know you miss me. Like, yeah. how much of a friend are you really yeah. if you're not willing yeah. to risk your life to be hang out with me? It's so funny because me and my wife we had like uh, like a, another couple that we 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 were hanging out with from Jump Street. We were like, hey. Well, one of them works for um, Long Island Railroad, so he had to go, he had to like physically go to work all the time. That's rough. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like we like to, we convinced him was like, "Hey, man, we taking a more bigger risk than you are. Like, you have to hang out with your boyfriend, and we and like so you're taking a risk, and then yeah, we're taking yeah, a risk yeah. by hanging out with you. So they they agreed to hang out with us, but like um, like a couple weeks ago, we we popped a cherry of like our two other friends who had like been like isolating the whole time <laughs> and what i have to say so like they hung out like outside of like just dumb two because they live together like oh, the first wow, time really it. so it's like six of us in the house and they would just you know you could tell like they like they lost all like all their like social all skills crazy. and they were just mad like <laughs> <laughs> awkward they didn't know how to compete <laughs> they had to like adjust like they came in and was like dude you can sit on the couch <laughs> Why are you standing? Just fucking standing. <laughs> like, they were just Damn. so like. Uh, you know, and, I mean, I don't have to wait for me to eat the cookies I gave you. Yeah, it's like <laughs> one of my friends kept saying, "Like, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I haven't been out. I haven't been out for long. I haven't been out in long. I haven't been out in long. 
Eating with their hands and shit like that, and like, I, 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 you, like, oh, like I'm sorry, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been part of society. That's how they are. Like, what it up? At least what it up. That's how she is all the time. But just every time she made like a little fuck up, she just would blame it on COVID. Like, oh, I haven't been outside. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, I'm start blaming. I'm gonna start blaming COVID for everything. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Let's, you know, you know what I'm gonna do? Like when the oath starts open up and the cop stops me for pissing outside, I'm gonna be like, dude, I haven't been outside in like in like how long, man? Come on, I don't know how to act out here. You gotta give me a few days. I, I tell you when the gyms open up, I'm, I'm gonna be in CrossFit. Like my score is gonna be real, real shitty. I'm like, oh, that COVID, man. You know how that COVID be. <laughs> Excuses. Excuse, yeah, Only, man. is canceled, man. Any anything that doesn't go your way, you can blame it on COVID. It doesn't matter blame if it it's COVID, now man. or if it's in December, man. Like COVID doesn't set the bar super low. So yeah, man. <laughs> um, I mean, but then, yeah. like, how is like Como? How is Como reacted to all of this, man? Because I haven't been, I haven't been keeping up with that. But like, like, ain't nobody listening to any of these quarantine rules, like. It's really think, only yeah, businesses now that are just like stuck. Like I'm sure that if businesses weren't going to get sued or anything like that, some businesses would have been like, some bars would have been like, nope, I'm opening my backyard. Like well, it's still, only it's still, letting one person. It's still illegal for them, some of them to open, you know. So it's also that, you know, because they didn't. I mean, well, they're open, but with curbside assistance, but with curbside, right, yeah. so they're they're technically still open. They just can't right. have anybody on the premises of their. Of there, but yeah. that, what about like beer gardens? Like you beer gardens that are outside. Mm-hmm. I, you know the funny thing is, I won't lie, man. Like I think there's gonna be a phase where like like bars will be open, but they're gonna have like they're only gonna be able to have like twenty five percent capacity or whatever. And I think like that would be like a blend of curb yeah. and like inside bars. And I won't lie, like I think certain areas, like certain areas that are bar centric, or even certain like boulevards. Yo, we should just go to like a like not like crazy like New Orleans flow, but like a little like Amsterdamy kind of like walk around with your drink kind of like flow because that should be just dope. Like some areas are, they're doing now though, kind of like like what I'm saying. That? I'm just saying like that's like that's they're inadvertently get, doing it because they don't cost be, too much money to, to charge. They should just make it. They should just make it legal. Like they should just make that legal. Like in certain districts, like, that's how South Korea is. Like so, South Korea is. Fuck South it. Korea, Fuck man. It, bro. Yo, South, South Korea, Korea is a giant it. Manhattan. No drunk laws, nothing like that. You could South Korea. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Wait, but you said districts, so that would mean like certain blocks you could be drinking in. So, and so, certain South blocks Korea, like, like South Korea, the way they have it is like they like they don't just have bars like sprinkled everywhere. They have like just like concentrated areas. Like let's say like every like mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's like like you see how like there's like. Um, like this part of the Bronx or that part of the Bronx or whatever, like, you know, major parts of like Parkchester and then each section will have its own like bar district and like that's where all the bars are and it's like, it's kind of like built for bar hopping and like everyone's drinking in the streets and like their culture is like, like most bars don't close to four, some bars don't close to six, some bars don't close. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like on a Thursday or Friday, man, it's just litty titty the whole all night long. <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's like it's a whole street. It's like a whole neighborhood. Yeah. It's like it's like a whole. It's like yeah. It's not like a street. It's like a neighborhood. Like whole it's like several streets. Yeah. And it's like just the French like, Quarter in New Orleans. Like you were saying, yeah, like yeah. French Quarter, New Orleans, like, where it's just like it's, bar, 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 restaurant, it's, bar. It's it's crazy because South Korea is nuts. Because you you would think like the French Quarter or like LES. It's kind of crazy. Imagine if. Every like 
every neighborhood had its own that. But then, but then that that area would be like there's no cars because in New Orleans, like you, there's not a lot of cars driving down those streets on the French Quarter. You know what well, I'm saying? Like, like the city, the city, people of the city understand that this is some limitation because people are gonna be walking around the street drinking. Shit, right? So you can't do that in like Chinatown because Chinatown has a lot of streets that are connected to like a lot of parts of the city. So it's like well, you know, what makes it easier for them is that they kind of have like they have like main streets that like there's always traffic, and then there's what happens is like there's a lot of blocks that. They're 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 um they're, they're separated by yeah, only like by only walking like you can only walk on these blocks. There's no cars. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying like like New York City is not like that where it's like it's New York yeah. City is like all the blocks are set, separated by drive streets. But mm-hmm. their neighborhoods like they'll have like a little like they'll have a little section where like not every even though there's places you can walk, not, cars can't go there. Like they have yeah, whole yeah. sections of like that. Hmm. So, so it's more. I don't need to do that anywhere in like Manhattan or anything. We need every street that's on Manhattan. Like you can't, you can't sacrifice any streets. It's already well, enough traffic. <laughs> well, I think like LES could survive it. Like you made LES so that you couldn't. But you would even have to like close it out. You just kind of like like you could almost make it like um, like like for example, like those streets aren't actually closed in, in the French Quarter. It's just like. They just know if I'm gonna drive through oh, this, I'm gonna have to fucking yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't make it that kind of culture. Like I can't yeah. speed because I'm gonna hit somebody, yeah. and if I drive through there, it's gonna take me forever. So I'm just gonna go around it unless I have to park my car unless I live there. You know what yeah. I mean? Also, you're an idiot if okay. you're trying to drive through there for no reason. Like, word, 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 word. And it'll be dope because it's like. Especially in the summer, these bars get too packed anyway. So it's like, oh, you kind of chill outside and shit. Yeah, and I, I feel like I feel like what it would do is actually spread. Like, imagine like there were like a cup. There was like, let's say there were five bars on a block, and three of them were always getting you know attention and customers, but the other two were kind of like struggling. Now that there's kind of like a limitation on the amount of, if they do, they go that route more people are going to go into these other bars that they normally wouldn't go into because they're just like, I just need a space that I can sit down and get a drink, you know? And it kind of, that is kind of like forcing the spread of everyone else being able to do business and like kind of being like, it's no longer a competition anymore. It's like, well, everybody's got limited room. So it's like, you know, it's like there could be a certain area where there's, there's, everyone is in every single bar in the neighborhood. Well, those bars are making money. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so in a perfect I, I think, world, that'd be great. I mean, well, but I, I think that's what's going to happen. That's if they if they limit, if they go that route and say, okay, there's a bar, you have this many square feet, you could only have this many people in 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 the bar at at one time. You know, I'm just saying, it should, I'm saying, like, even when COVID goes away, it shouldn't it shouldn't go go away because I think it's too cool of a, like a vibe. Yeah, but at the same time, like at the, t- the why would you open a bar like that or a business or a club? It's just to make that money. So you're not any law that's gonna like hold you back from making that money. They're all gonna band together and fight against that shit. They they want the things to go back to normal, well, man. Because the system, people still gotta you know, buy drinks just because they outside doesn't true. mean. I mean, like you don't necessarily like you can make it like you can make it. I mean, obviously people are gonna drink their own shit. That's for facts, right? But I mean, you can make it like, like you can make it like. In these, yeah, I guess you're right because people are definitely gonna spike their drinks and shit. Eh, I don't know. Hell yeah, man. These. I mean, we're trying to make a better society. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I I just know for a fact they're gonna be fighting to try to bring that shit back, and 
honestly, the health of the people. We're gonna we're gonna see what's gonna happen. But I mean, regardless, regardless, all these all these motherfuckers is like going out there and getting COVID, like like now realizing it, like all these protests and stuff. Like we're starting to see those those numbers spike. Right. Are we? I don't. I don't. Not in New York City. Well, no, not in New York. No, not in New York City. In the yeah. in the states that have never closed, and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the place, and the states that have been open. I think Texas. Doing, yeah, in the states that are doing the like the twenty five percent, you know, can go in. You know, you can't have your whole place sold out. You can only have like twenty percent of your regular population. Well, open. I mean, there's there's they're still going up. Yeah, numbers. I mean, numbers. I think it's funny because I, I I love watching Cuomo's press conferences because. He, he, I think, I think he just like. What do you like him a lot? Like, like I feel like he, he be commanded those shit's pretty good. I, and he's I, listen. He's he's been he's been very good during these press conferences and during the coronavirus. I, I yeah, hands down. So like, very good at that. I think like New York City is like one of the few places that like has started their reopening and their numbers didn't immediately spike. Like, there's a lot of areas where like their numbers haven't even started going down yet. Yeah, like their numbers are still going up. Yeah. Like they're well, still well, that, stuck. Like that's what we. That's what they were saying. Like, because New York, like, we are the the hub to the country. Like, everybody comes through New York, so obviously our numbers are going to be crazy first. And just because I'll start going down doesn't mean that Texas yeah. is going to go down, right? They just haven't had their 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 peak yet. So yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy yeah. that you know people are just going around looking at New York and being like, "Oh, New York seems fine, so we can open up." That's not true, man. Like everything else. It's slower for other states. Like New York, it was very quick and rapid because we're on top of each other and mm-hmm. you know, we're all licking each other and, and coughing on each other. But exactly. the one thing I will, I will say is that like while the numbers aren't going down, the, at least the death rates in some of these other states doesn't seem that bad. Like a lot of these states, yeah, like that's, that's California has like California has like a large number of cases, but like yeah. relative deaths, like relative cases to deaths, like it's pretty low. It's like yeah. and like I watch a lot of Joe Rogan and they talk about like vitamin D and sunlight and shit and like to me that makes sense because all these fucking places with sun their death rates are pretty low. It's like do you boo? Yeah. Didn't, didn't famous people get COVID over the, over this week though, or like some football players or something like that happening happening up? Yeah, yeah. Texas in Texas, some some Cowboys and um, Texans, some of them got COVID. I think Ezekiel Elliott tested positive. But not that oh, they're like really? sick or about to die or anything like that. Like they just tested and positive. I mean, but their bodies are actually in the best shape a, a human body can possibly be in. So hey, I yeah. think that got... hey, COVID don't pick, man. It's it's it's, it's random. I don't know, man. Nah, I, mean, I, I, I I've been talking to my boy, like a doctor, and he's seen like some crazy, like super healthy, like vegan, whatever you want to be it, like twenty five year old, and they vegan just, healthy, healthy man. man. <laughs> vegan don't mean healthy. I am not vegan. Fuck the vegans. I we ain't pro vegans. We eat meat. This is a meat show. Do, do what you do. <laughs> yeah, Eugene likes meat. <laughs> he likes meat. He likes big, thick, juicy meat all up in his mouth. Just, yeah, you, see, you, you, know? see you see? You see what happens? Yeah, he, he, he just wants everyone to know. Listeners, Eugene loves meat. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Yo. Just like the Supreme Court, we don't discriminate on uh, no. the attorneys with swag. Yes. We don't fucking discriminate. Ew, like yo, me you know either. I can't believe that they just came out with a decision saying, yeah, you can't discriminate based on your sexual orientation. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I know, that, right? That should have been a thing. Like, I can't believe that we're just now deciding that. This is wild. Well, no, no. So, you know what's crazy? You know what I... I I think what happened was Obama made a rule 
that said you couldn't, or at least the, like the Fed, like the federal like agencies. Mm-hmm. And then Donald Trump just reversed it, like just because you know, like they make oh, rules yeah, between, did, like, yeah, yeah, I did hear. Something. Donald Trump just reversed it, meaning that like all federal agencies can do whatever the fuck they want. And then, like, within weeks of that, the Supreme Court ruled, nah, no, you can't. Fuck That's you. <laughs> wild, yo. I, God, That's crazy, man. man. This, this is wild, yo. But yeah, that, that was, was crazy. That was so crazy that, like, it's, it's 2020 and, and that decision just came out for the Supreme Court to say something. Yeah, and you know what's fucking crazy is that fucking Donald Trump's pick fucking helped fucking. Uh, well, he voted. He actually, he didn't, he wasn't deciding vote, but, like, he, he voted in favor of fucking, huh? Nah, Gorchitz, um, Neil Gorchitz. Oh yeah, Gorchitz. him, him. Um, what's the, who's the other dude? The, the fucking the fat boy. And that's fat Brett, Gar- Ka- yeah, Brett that Garner. Yeah, you, yeah. No. Brett Garner. Uh, no, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. That, yeah. that motherfucker wasn't voting for that shit. You know. That. No, but he Gorchitz. It's so funny because I was like, I was like, I was actually surprised. I won't lie. Like when I found out that that shit was in favor, I was like, yo, man, like that shit, that shit, like re, reinvigorated uh, my like. My faith in humanity, because this like conceptually, I was very worried that like in these big moments, like these Supreme Court decision moments, are going to affect a lot of people's lives for for the worse. That like you could pick people that would make the wrong decision, right? Right? Because there's like a lot of these decisions, like there's Roe v. Wade and fucking um, Brown versus Board of Education. You kind of like I wasn't born back then, right? But like it kind of like it's 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 weird to think that like if if there were other, like, if the right justices weren't on the court, um, they could have went a different direction. Like, I, I, when I, when I was younger, I didn't think about that. Law school made me realize that, like, you know what I mean? Like, these decisions, you kind of think that, like, the right thing is going to happen. Like, right. history bends the right way. The right principles. But nah, man, yeah. this is all subjective. It's all motherfuckers just making this shit up as they go, man. It just depends well, on the person. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, recently, I started to becoming very, like, um pessimistic about it but like this decision kind of was like all right well i mean like maybe under normal circumstances for other topics he's gonna like vote with his like with like his party principles or like whatever like whatever because when they when when donald trump elected him he elected him to vote the other direction on this case absolutely yeah and the fact that he didn't like 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 it reinvigorated my faith in humanity i was like oh my god that's the way it should be right you shouldn't be you know oh, so the judges aren't bought and paid for you, exactly you shouldn't they're be not, ruling not on exactly because your, your party your party wants to lean a certain way you shouldn't be doing that like you should just yeah. fucking apply the proper law and, and do what's right you know so well so it's it's, so it's funny i, I kind of I wanted to see what he was saying about it because it was very interesting because i wonder what he was how he was justifying it to i mean theoretically once you're supreme court justice like you're not beholden to your party but like yeah, to yeah, the yeah. president that picked him and his party, and like I, I like I didn't read I didn't like actually read the decision because that's just like fifty pages, but like um, he's like so I don't Jack I don't know if you noticed but like like there's like two they don't they make it seem like it's not Republican and Democrat, but the the decides that like kind of like decides these issues is there's contextualists or um, originalists. And then there's whatever the liberal party is. I think the liberal party believes in this concept that the constitution and, and all these statutes are living living documents, living laws, and they evolve over time with with the people, right? So that's one side. And then the other side is like, nah, like you shouldn't interpret intent. You should just, it's like, like, not, I think they, not, some people call it originalists. So I think some people, now they're calling it like 
contextualist, where it's like, just read whatever it says. Don't try to like imagine what they were trying to think in their head. If it says, if it says this, then that's what the law is. And like, that's how they justify like, not, not like, oh no, civil rights law isn't for sexual orientation because that's not what they said. Yada, yada, bullshit, right? Yeah. Right. So I was, yeah, yeah, you're, you're saying like, you're talking about the founding forefathers and stuff like that, what they meant when, you know, they came up with the constitution and certain laws were passed. And this basically a group of people that's like, nah, keep that shit the way it is, AKA keep America the way it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't try to evolve with the times. And then you have other people, mostly, you know, democratic, liberal, whatever you want to call them, but be like, nah, the law is alive. It breathes like you have to evolve with the times, you know? So Yeah, yeah but that's, that's why we have amendments, right? If, if I'm not understood, that's why we have yeah. amendments. We don't change yeah, the amendments came out. Amendment. Exactly. So, so that's where, where, I mean, me personally, I don't feel like we should change the constitution. I feel like we should amend yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't understand law in a deep way, so maybe amending things is bullshit. I don't know. Well, amending so, amending things is just really hard. So, like, what they do is like these courts basically. But it's not harder to change the constitution. It's very hard to. Make it's very hard. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like we haven't passed an amendment to the constitution. So, isn't it easier to pass an, an amendment or to change the constitution? No, they're well, no, not so changing so, the constitution. They're interpreting. Interpreting it, the yeah, they're like, exactly. they're they're can expand, they can expand, like you know, the like how you can interpret, can interpret Trump's tweets because of how general they are. You can interpret what they say and really yeah. paint your own picture with the colors he gives you, right? right. Like, yeah, 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 like they're, they're so, like, yeah, so, like, and basically, like, the, the two sides is that, like, you should. Obviously, as a judge, you have to interpret the statute or the constitution or the amendment or whatever whatever you're deciding on. But one side is like, don't stray too much from what the written word is. And the other side is you feel free to do so because these these documents are like they're not just stuck to their words. They're kind of like they evolve with the times. And he's he's conservative. He's kind of like just the written word. But like what I was I was so I was trying to read, like, how is he justifying it? And he was in like one article was like, well, it says that because what they're doing is interpreting the Civil Rights Act, the 1964, whatever Civil Rights Act. And then they, it's evolved to include several like it, at one point involved, like it didn't, it didn't include sexual harassment. Now it didn't include sexual harassment. And now now it's including sexual orientation. And like like someone in the article was writing, well, he was basically like, well, it says you can't discriminate against sex. And this is about sex. <laughs> like, <laughs> even though, like, I did read that. Well, sex like, actually means biological sex. Yeah, not, not who you're having sex with. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm like keeping it to the word of the law because we're still talking about sex. <laughs> yo, do you think, right, yo, do, do you think, like, after he made that decision and it passed through, like, you know, he, like he was chilling in his living room, and all of a sudden, a black bag goes over his head, and then he wakes <laughs> up in this room, and Trump like steps into this one light, one light, you know, just shining over him, and he's like, "I thought you understood the plan." <laughs> no, I, no I guess, I guess, I guess you, I guess you need, a, I guess you need a little reminder on why you are where you are. <laughs> Trump is not subtle, man. Trump is going to tweet yeah. it. He's going to tweet it so everybody can see. He's not, not, Trump can't. He's going to tweet it so you pay attention to the tweet. 
He gonna tweet it so you pay attention to the tweet while he got this guy in a shack in the middle of Nevada desert beating the shit out of him, being like, "Listen, boy, listen, boy, you better do what I tell you to do. You, you listen, you listen to daddy." I feel yo, son. Everybody that's pull yo, they just like yo. I can't. Nah, you don't know how it is. I don't trouble got. I don't trouble got. I got the juice, bro. You don't got the juice. Yo, I think he do. Yeah. Anybody, ain't nobody yo. scared of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, man. Like, if you got money, you can get it. That's easy, yo. I only got to pay three people to get somebody in the room to kick your ass a bit. <laughs> you know, it's not that much. <laughs> yo, talking about. I think it hurt me making yo, a drink last week. <laughs> yo. Uh, talking about uh, that money and securing that bag, we got to talk about this PlayStation 5, man. Yo, <laughs> it's new system that's dropping. Bro, is it, is it putting relationships to the test? Oh, I don't know if y'all heard, but now what is sort of... Uh, it, it, it's it's kind of like, you know... It's the end of the year tax return. <laughs> You know, heterosexual women are trying to call out heterosexual men, but heterosexual men are also trying to come together to figure out how we all going to secure this PS5, right? Now, me as a married man, I got to buy my own. I, I, I've lost that. I can't, I can't woo her to buy me anything. I got to get her shit for myself, so we I got to start saving. We out the game, Jack. All, all three of us, we out the game. <laughs> but, but, but I've always thought to myself, like, what, how far do you think? Now, knowing yourself... And and men that you are cool with and were cool with or just grew up around, how far do you think a guy's gonna go to get a girl to buy him a PS5? Right? Man, I saw like, I saw a meme and and this guy was going real far because that bitch was fat. And ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even talking like that. Like I'm talking about like shorties who got no teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like she got she got a wooden leg. You know, like I mean, if 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 it's like oh you know, <laughs> I mean I wouldn't mind I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if some girls was like I buy you the PS4 but you gotta fuck my gay friend. Like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> how many of y'all how many yeah. of y'all is gonna consider that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you ain't gonna tell nobody, right? Me. Listen to me. Listen I'm, to me. I'm too old for this shit, Jack. Minimum wage is fifteen fucking dollars. You can get yourself a PS4. Don't put yourself to this struggle. Fucking PS4. You got a PS4, and you want to do all that shit for a PS5? I mean, PS5, yeah. PS5. Yeah. Listen, if you want to do it for a PS5, then you wanted to do it anyway. So you just might as well get a PS5 while you do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. This if you gonna do it for PS Five, like listen, that's kind of like telling me, like, oh, you gotta have sex with a girl and get the PS Five, okay? <laughs> like, come on, son. <laughs> and then you know what's even crazier? You know what's even crazier? They got two versions. They got a they got a digital version, and then they have a, a version that has a disc that you can put discs into it. Now, oh, really? Yeah. So obviously, the digital version is cheaper because they don't want you to buy discs. They want you to buy digital yeah. games from them so that everyone who plays it has to own their own copy. Did they indicate there's, there's a, a performance difference between the two or the digital one yeah. just doesn't have a disk drive? No, the digital one just doesn't have a disk drive. And then also the, the shape is also a little different. It's like, so the disk drive, which 
again, they I think they purposefully did that. So because the one without the disk drive looks a, looks better than the one with the disk drive. Yeah, they definitely. You know, you know, that's yeah. crazy though. Is that like didn't? For marketing, I, I I got all the I got all the systems myself, and like digital is not the way to go because there's never a sell on PSN, bro. <laughs> 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 on PSN. I mean, there are, but it's like three years after the game drops. Hell yeah. no, bro! Not on some like, not on some like Walmart sales. Like hell no, there's never a sell. Yeah, like, I could cop a used game off of eBay or something like that, or let go. Yeah. Like you can't do that. Like the disc, but the thing is, the discs. I think the disc is gonna be like a hundred dollars more. So really, yeah, yeah, because because I think they said that the the digital one is three ninety nine, so it's like four fifty, four fifty four something. Oh, so they put out the price? They put out the price? Yeah, the price yeah, yeah. So, so I feel like the disc one is going to be like five fifty, five seventy five. God, after taxes yeah. and all that, and uh, right. so it, it, it's it also, always dropped to two ninety nine. It always drops. Listen, gents, listen, gents. You're gonna have to work extra hard to get the one with the disc. Just, just letting you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you, talk, you talking to the, the the single guys out there, you know? <laughs> Whoever's listening, yo, listen. If you got to secure that bag, just make sure she don't record you, because otherwise yeah, you're gonna be exposed. It's gonna be a gamer tag. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta launder those kind of gifts through my own bank account. If you know what I mean? I can't just be coming Word up with fucking <laughs> random <laughs> gifts in my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's called refinancing, right? It's called refinancing. People do it with houses and shit. Just refinance. That's all. Just put it on layaway. <laughs> yeah, my wife would be like, where the fuck that shit come from? I've seen your bank statement. <laughs> there was no extra $500 in there. You were selling, you were selling that dick. You were selling that dick, wasn't you, Eugene? $1,500. You were selling that shit. <laughs> You told me you turned off your only fan. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> now we got all this nice shit. <laughs> yo, yo, word two, man. <laughs> when your girl's not getting nice shit in her apartment, she got an only fans. She got the OnlyFans, bro. Yo, you got it, yo. If she buy you a PS5, if she buy you a PS5 and you didn't have to do anything for it. She got an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's an Instagram. There's an Instagram um there's an Instagram fucking handle where it's like Hoodville. And they always doing things like this 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 that or other. That means she from the streets. <laughs> It's always shit and I'm bunches. I'm trying to think of which funny words it's like forgot what it was, bro. It's like, oh, you, that means she from the streets. <laughs> Let me know that. means she belongs to the streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that one. <laughs> it's just funny. And it's always uh, future. It, the picture is always future. She from yeah, the because, he, because he's famously the one to say that. Yeah. Yeah, because you're the one that... <laughs> Wild out, yo. But... Uh. <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. At, at, the, at the end of the day, though, the system looks impressive, and uh, hopefully, you know, dope shit is okay. gonna come out for it. I mean, I saw Spider Man is coming out for it. Um, there's definitely a new uh, Square Enix game that's coming out, and and uh, the Grand Theft Auto Five they're throwing it on there for free. And oh, they're throwing it for free. 
Yeah, so for Xbox and for PlayStation, I believe. And so if you buy the system, it comes with it for free, and they're adding additional stuff onto it. Like, everything that was on the PS4 version, I think you're getting all of that, and then, like, a whole bunch of bread for the online, and then a whole bunch of, like, other added missions that they did to it that that, were, that aren't on it right now. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're going hard. Like, so I guess if you buy the system, you're going to get a full-blown game with it, technically. Yeah, and you know it's crazy because they they're they're not gonna make a GTA six. They they said it like no, they're not. You wanna know why? You wanna know why? It was like a year ago. Well, maybe I'm not saying they're not gonna do it ever, but I'm saying right now they're not trying to make one. Because think about it, man. That game came out, that game came out for PlayStation 3 at the end of PlayStation 3's life. Yeah, so kept that game alive so long with the online play. Like the yeah, but the, the reason the reason why they kept it online alive for so long is because they didn't want to make a six, and the reason why they didn't want to make a six was during the same time that Twitter got shot up and Google. Remember, there was like those the, the, there was like that year that like somebody had a handgun outside of like Twitter or or Google offices or something, and it was yeah. like, yeah, it was like a, it was like a situation where that was happening often because like you know I guess. They were allowing a blogger or or whatever. It was somebody got angry at the company, and so Rockstar made a statement. They were like, "Yo, the way we want to make this game, we we don't want our studios getting shot up because we're gonna fucking make fun of everybody. Like, we don't think we're gonna make Grand Theft Six and not have Trump in it. Like, we're not gonna have Antifa. We're not gonna have the LGBTQ movement. We're not gonna have trans, you know, transgender. We're not gonna have like, uh." All the crazy things in this world where people are super, super emotionally attached to. You know, we're not we're not gonna have the right wingers and the gun and the gun huggers and the and the and the anti-abortion and the anti-vaxxers. Like they're gonna make fun of all of that. And they're gonna rip them all, every single person, they're gonna rip them all a new one. And they were like, we don't wanna deal with it. But they're like, we don't wanna deal with it right now. So we're just saying they said, yes, they, did. they said they're like we don't want to do it we just don't want to put our our studio at risk and so we're just not and we're just going to continue to build five and continue to just build 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 on top of five oh, you're but, you know but why there's no six ago. is because they've met made they, they came out with red dead redemption 2 they were busy making red dead redemption 2 they would have made it six. they would have six been out already bro six would have been dropping with the new system Nah, bro. Six would have been dropping with the new that's system. Not what that's not what happened last time. That's what happened last time. Six, the five dropped, and then the PlayStation Four dropped, and then the PS Four, and then PS the PS Four version came out. So there was a PS Three version and a PS Four version. Yeah, but they just they have Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, but listen, but Red Dead Redemption makes, but while already when they dropped it, so I'm telling you that 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 five shit looks. I know people still love it. But now it looks kind of dated, and I mean they're up yeah. in the graphics, they're up in the processor, like it's the whole thing's gonna run. To it's still great to play because they update it all the time. Yeah, exactly, and and now the online is like crazy. Like you just, you know, but I'm the first man, one to get pissed off at that online shit. You know, fucking, but it's, it's <laughs> a good. It's a good concept. It is a good concept. Yeah, it is, <clears throat> and I thought it was funny. And yo, I, I mean, I really wanted to see what they were gonna do with the Karens. Because I feel like there would just been a whole mission of just like how you just got a, a Karen is trying to get you to do something and then you got to go back. And oh, my 
and then uh, and then you get extra you get extra money for exposing her if you like that's you know hilarious yo <laughs> it's so funny you have to write them a letter like you gotta like chase her down yeah right yo it's so funny because like Cat, we call it catching Karens with catching with a K. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we swore we yo we came so close to not having a Karen this week. For real. Yo, we, so we were so shocked. We were so shocked. We were like, yo, they don't really care this week. I mean, there's there's always Karens. There's, I mean, yeah. don't get a twisted audience. There's always Karens. <laughs> but we, there's been like just such a high quality like mwah, the Karens of the year. Like we didn't want to like just say some bullshit, so we just like yeah, it's not the Karen's not good enough. We don't gotta beat a dead horse or a dead Karen. Dead Karen. Yeah, the Karens. Well, hey, but, the Karens, they're expanding. They're expanding their net, man. They they got. Then I got Then I got Yo, oh my god. So I, have you guys seen the video? Yeah, I was. No. Oh, you haven't seen the video? Which video? So basically, the the one with the Filipino uh, guy getting pressed by this white lady. Yo, it's so funny because I feel like that guy, he seemed not not to be that about it, and he got fired from his job too. What? (laughs) Like, he got, he was. Really? So there's the woman going mad hard, like, do you own this building? Like he's like, so basically the woman, so like a woman is pressing some guy who's like using a stencil to put Black Lives Matter right on a building, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Is that your bell dang? Like, um, like another I, guy, I, there I another, there's another guy behind her, fucking putting the like another guy. But you can kind of tell, like, just just the, the just the, like the like how far he was. Like it was kind of like I like. Like I'm sitting there, and like she's like, I'm gonna go tell him something, and she probably like he's probably like, Ugh, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll be six feet behind you. Like, like he was supporting it, but I can I can tell he, his, it wasn't his, his heart. heart. Was it, yeah, it wasn't his heart. Like he he was supporting his girl. I mean, he probably he had, get that he had like, like one or two lines in a whole. He was supporting video. his girl because he had to go back home with her. That's why he's like he, a bank. He like lost. He like he's like realized. I think he realized her all my shit out her crib. <laughs> but so she, she starts pressing this she guy. She's like, moms. and it's so funny. You know, so funny. You know what I found so funny about this video is that like, it's a, it, it's a lesson in listening, right? Because like he was showing his cards, right? Like he was so showing his cards because she's like, you know, she I, I like she don't I, play poker. <laughs> like she's like she's like I like I, I like I um like you know that's I like I I totally support the message and like things, but like you can't just be writing that on other people's properties. And he's just like. Oh, okay. So you're trying to say because she's like, you know, like this is not your. She's like, oh, so you're trying to say if this was my property, it wouldn't be a big issue. She's like, yeah, if it was your property, it wouldn't be a big issue. But you know, it's not your property. And she was like, okay. And she was like, and he was you know like, oh, okay. So, do you know that? And she was like, actually, just, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she I think he tried to give her a bone. He's like, she yeah. jumped up and was like, so he was like, yeah, because he was kind of like, but he was definitely saying it like, oh, so so you know, this is not my property. And he was like, "Actually, I do because I know that I know the people that live there." Right, and she yeah. said, "I guess my dumbass didn't realize that there's someone who lives here, and it is someone who owns the building." <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's like, "He's like, it's but like he's like, she's like, yeah, I know who lives here. Like, I know the people that live here." He's like, "Okay, well then, if that's how you feel, that means you think I'm committing a crime, and you should definitely call the police." <laughs> if, and, and let's pause there because listen. Oh snap! If you're a middle of a an attack by a Karen, and then you tell them go on ahead, call the police. 
I mean, you know you're fucked up. You know you don't fucked up, right? Nobody's right, gonna so just, like, yeah, go on ahead and call the police. I'm gonna sit here and, and wait. Then while you give them the green fire. light to go ahead and call the police and be and be like, oh great, I could use the racism now because <laughs> you know you asked us to, so I'm just gonna oblige. I'm just being so, a helpful citizen. She called. He told so, me to call the police. It's so funny because when I when I heard about this, my wife told me about this. I was like, oh damn, that's a master class in learning the Karens out there, Kate, and out there caves. <laughs> Hey, he really baited that bitch. It wasn't even good bait. That's like that was some fucking grade school bait. Like you know, yeah. if if somebody no, doubles down and be like, oh okay, if if these if this candy ain't mine, then what? You gonna say that? So I stole it from the teacher. Like you, you know, no kid is gonna <laughs> yeah. say that. They well, wrong, you know, parents ain't, ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't so know if it's true. So, so basically, so this is according to my wife, and I think this is basically how I went down, but she kind of threw some exaggeration on it. She said that she called the cops, and then when the cops got there, they didn't even get out their car. They was like, ma'am, that I man owns that, that building. They drove away. But I could have, I could have ended that and then, and then the camera hits her, and all of a sudden you get, the rest of the development shit, like, yeah. But then, she lost her job. I don't think she, I think she, like, Filipino guy, though. What the fuck? That's crazy. They fired him, too? That's what you said. No, 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 no. Oh, the guy behind Karen? The boyfriend. Boyfriend Karen. Oh, yeah. Ken to the Karen. Nah, it's got to be a boyfriend. Hey, man, this cattle deeds in war, baby. You fuck, you supported the wrong side, bitch. Supported the wrong side, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, yo, he was like telling us, like, yo, if this is my building, would it be a big deal, right? Like, yo, come on, bitch. What do you think? Yeah. Like, think I'm like, yeah. wink, wink. It's, it's my, my building, bitch. You know, that's the power of racism, bro. It just makes you do crazy shit that makes you so stupid. Like, you just... That's, it's so wild, man. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Captain Saber hoes, bro. Like I like, like no one asked you to get into this fucking situation. No one like, no one like, no one asked you to get in the situation. No one invited you. Like, like who the fuck are you, Captain? Fucking like you. You want to come say fucking come here? Like no one asked for your help, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up. You know what's funny? Oh, you know what's so funny? Is this? This this reminded me of a very funny story. So I'm gonna change the end of the story today. I'm gonna change it to another story because cause of because of this. Cause I cause I have a very funny story of when I was in England and it was some ca- Captain Save a Hole motherfucker came you, you ran into a Karen? This is it was, it was a call. Well, no, yeah, yeah. It was definitely <laughs> it was, it was, it was he, he wasn't a Karen, he was a Captain Save a Hole. He was, he was trying to come and like put his nose into some situation and try to save someone who didn't need saving. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't understand, yo. And, and again, so there, there was another Karen in Seattle. There was a Black Lives Matter, you know, protest or rally. It was like maybe 20, 30 people in a park. And this Karen walked up with her dog, and yeah, they always got dogs too. It's just fucking wild. It's like, <laughs> they always got dogs. I feel bad for the dogs of Karens, yo. Like right. they should we should we should create we should create a sort of GoFundMe to help the, the dogs of Karens. Find a new home. I feel bad for all dogs. But then you also, I kind of want to know what the dog is saying because if the dog is like, yeah, Karen, tell him. Then I'm going to be like, no, then you fuck you, dog. You dogs don't know who their owners are. I don't know. Dogs don't know shit. How dare you? Dogs are smart. 
smart. If, if a, a dog was smart, it would be a wolf still. <laughs> it wouldn't have a leash around his neck. <laughs> that's true. That dog, is dog, defeated wolves. Hey, man, listen, yeah. that's yeah. history of defeat. That's, that's how white folks get down, baby. They teach wolves that oh, they're hamsters. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Native Americans use dogs, y'all. Like, Native Americans use the animals, too. Yeah, no, listen, everybody, everybody <laughs> has white people. No, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think I don't think the enslavement of the animal species is a is a purely white thing. But you know, is the best at it. people, anything with slavery is equated to white people. What's wrong with that's you? True. No, I said I don't think the enslavement Actually, well, technically, of animals is a purely well, white thing. But they're definitely the best at it. Technically, <laughs> you know, technically, technically, slavery comes from from Arab from Arabs because Arabs taught the world how to slave enslave people. Mm, I that actually yeah, no, it's not about to believe that. Like, if you go all the way back down to history, like the Arabian nations were, were like were the first to have slaves, taught historically and taught, and then that's where the whites learned it from. You know, and that's where the certain was everyone else like I could from. and when everyone else is like, oh shit, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's like, or it's like, wait, there's no one, there's no one bigger than me to stop me. So. I'm gonna yeah, do it. Yeah. Well, they it's learned that. it. It's 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 their fault. Yeah, I, so, so just just saying, everyone was gonna be the. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, but like, I don't know, man. This this shit is crazy, man. They're, they're talking about slavery, man. This race war clock. Like, I, th- I feel like some good things have. Well, no, it's a, it's been a little bit of. It's always a little bit of both. It's never. It's, 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 it's always the second hand at this point. Ain't, ain't no minutes to go in one direction. If a minute goes right, where the war has started, you picked a side. <laughs> we only got seconds to spare. But um, there's been some good shit. Yo, I won't lie. This, this is the one that, like, like, I'm a public defender. And I'm pro everything I'm supposed to be pro about. Um, <laughs> but just eliminating plainclothes officers while I support it. And I see what they do negatively. And ev- don't everyone know the hardest time he's going to get is being put over by a plain clothed officer. Um, there are people with guns out there. <laughs> like, Yo, there it's not like there isn't crime. Yo, bro. I, I have been looking forward to this day where they got rid of plain clothes officers. Yeah. When, so, I no, you, when I tell you, I, I, I've only... I've only gotten pulled over by a uniformed officer in New York City maybe twice. Maybe twice. Yeah. I remember one. Yeah. And I'm just going to add another one on top of it because there might be one I don't remember. But other than that, I every time it has been an unmarked car playing Cole's mm. Cops. Every yeah, time. Yeah. And they always want to search the car. And it's always for them. Or three. It's always three or four of them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it is. So I mean, they would, they would, they would do that to me when I was when I was living in Coney Island, and I like I lived in like the townhouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, planes calls officers would like pull up on us while we were just standing on the block. Like I would be sitting on my bike, and they would pull up and get out and be like, "What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing?" And like, so funny is one of my friends who was there, like he was in his house, like hanging outside of his window, and he was like, "Yo, y'all just come here because you're too afraid to go into the hood, into the buildings." So you come over <laughs> us, y'all pussy. And so, and they looked at him. And he was like, "Why don't you come outside?" I said, "He was like, no, because if I come outside, then you could beat the shit out of me." So, and then he, 
So he was from his from his building. He was like, "Suck my dick, suck my dick, fuck ya, dick, dick. You 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 scared? You scared? That's why you come over here when nothing happens. Like you scared? Duh, 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 duh. Like I think this is a clarification I I, I need because I, I realize I did to a certain extent. I, I, I realize in this moment, like maybe I'm just a little privileged in the sense that I haven't had as many negative interactions with these assholes as someone like my man Ev has. And that's that's my privilege speaking, which is which is fine, right? We all have privilege that we speak out of. Mm-hmm. Are plain clothes officers on like like by getting rid of plain clothes officers, does that mean there's no undercover officers or there's still undercover agents or whatever they are that, that can do these long winded like TV show investigations? Well in my, my understanding I I thought it's something has to warrant a need for an undercover officer. Right, you can't just, just like. Nah, don't you need a reason to place an undercover officer somewhere? No, man. Cops, cops do what they want, but but I think no, I, I think that, I'm not saying what they do what they want according to the law or, or or the way that you know someone can justify needing an undercover cop in a situation was to be like, oh, the only way we're going to catch them is if there were no uniformed officers around, because criminals don't act out when uniformed officers are around. Police can work that out. They don't need any laws passed. They don't need court intervention unless they're going into somebody's home and need a warrant. But other than that, they can work it out the way they see fit, you know. Um, but I think what the way I read what they're doing is that they're getting rid of a certain division, which was the anti-crime division, right? Oh, okay. So I, that's that's the way sense. I read it. So I think they're going to get rid of that division, which operated as plainclothes officers undercover. Ah. So I think they will. I think they'll still be undercover cops. But okay. just not okay. in that type of division or whatever. So this is this is just the more, yeah. Because t- to a certain extent, like it's this is just plain calls officers who whose job is instead of it's so funny to call it anti crime because if you want to prevent a crime from happening, put a a a a, a, a blue like a, a uniformed officer in that area and no one's going to commit a fucking crime because right. there's a fucking cop right there. I, right? I all cops were anti-crime. Yes. Plainclothes <laughs> <laughs> officers are meant, are meant to catch people committing crimes, right? Like, they're meant to, like, catch it's people. Like you're a baker. It's like you're a baker, but you only make round cakes. It's like... Plainclothes <laughs> <laughs> isn't meant to stop crimes. They're meant to catch crimes because they're not... They're actually going to do the exact opposite and not stop the crime because... Yeah, I mean, they might stop a robbery in progress or like yeah. whatever. Well, they, they originated from like the '90s and the '80s when shit was crazy in New York City. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Like, violent crime was nuts. So that's why they created that, like you know, that division. But now it's it's not like that. So yeah, that makes sense. Now they just it makes sense that spinning their wheels, pulling over black people for no reason. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. it makes sense that they're not. It's not justified anymore because I, I now that I think about it, all the crazy stories I do here. And and the kind of like violating like violating what what should be police officer citizen social norms like like legal norms yeah. like searching cars with no justifications and just kind of like aggressive policing that the Black Lives Movement is definitely about right is definitely at a higher rate with plain clothes officers right. because they definitely they definitely feel like they have a like like I feel like plain clothes officers think like they 007 and can just have a license to exactly. fucking kill. That, like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They they're like the they're like the the silent hand 
of the police department that nobody really, you know, fucks with. Like, they violate rights. Like, every time they, they pull me over, they always want to ask me to get out the car. I say, I'm not consenting to no search. And they're like, okay, step out the car anyway. They search, Like, they don't, they don't give a fuck. They operate as if the rules of normal police officers, as little as they yeah. may appear, didn't apply to them, you know? So that's why yeah. I'm like, good, they can fucking go. Because they were, the real, they were a real problem. They have been a real problem for decades, you know? Just, yeah. They just don't give a fuck. They're like the, they're like the, the mob of the police. You know, the police is already a mob, so they the fucking real mob. They out there just yeah for anything, you know. Just taking names. You should shoot they like you like hurt first, ask questions later. Yeah, yeah. They they the oh, ones who can go and take somebody around the corner, maybe fuck them up, you know, try to get mm-hmm. some shit out of them. You know, they might have done that. You know? And then and then and then if somebody films them, then they just look like regular people because they're in plain clothes. Yeah, they're in plain clothes, or yeah. they can go take the phone, fucking break it. You know what I mean? Like it's the, mm-hmm. they did the dirty they did the dirty, dirty yeah, shit. They did the dirt, yeah. You know? But I mean, they did it in dirt. Um, I rather I don't think their 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 means are justified. Um, there is a certain amount of guns are, that are taken off the streets through dirty. Like the means don't justify the the ends don't justify the means. Stops and stuff. Do illegal stops. Now the question becomes: taking that out of the equation, will too many guns stay on the streets? Right. And I don't, I, I think I agree in the concept that like, I agree in the concept that, um, that crime has like basically deep, like these divisions of the NYPD aren't the reasons why crime went down. That mm-hmm. crime is on a, gen, a general slope down and things like better, better housing, better, better, better paying jobs. Those are the kind of things that really decrease crime. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there are still people out there that don't give a fuck, and it's, yeah. it will be interesting to see um, whether this affects things like gun violence. You know, what's, you know what's crazy, and I, I literally just thought of this. I don't know, maybe because you know we still drink on this show, by the way, um, <laughs> keeping that yes. tradition alive. Of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, as I'm pouring another drink, but you know, I, I literally just thought about this. Like, you know, we're a country that loves guns. We fucking love guns. Like no other country in the world has as many fucking guns in this in their country oh. as, as we do. By by far, right? And so for us to to differentiate between legally holding the gun and illegally holding the gun is is kind of like a smoke and mirrors thing, right? I just don't I don't think that that's really important, right? Because if you really care that much about these illegal guns, I mean, how many years have there been a ton of illegal guns in New York City? Right, and we've done everything with the police force to try to reduce that. Maybe you should try to fucking curb gun ownership altogether, right? You know, like try to make some real gun legislation rather than have the police try to get illegal guns off the streets. You know what I mean? So, because I think like now is the time to maybe have that discussion. You know, just I mean, listen, there's a lot of movement going on. There's a lot of Black Lives movement going on, police reform movement going on, a lot of reform happening, LGBTQ. So I think you might want to throw some gun legislation in there too now because we got the momentum, you know? Like all these kids with these school shootings, remember that? You know, everybody done forgot about all that, how they were going to be the ones to change everything. So I think like if if we're really serious about illegal guns being on the street and you're concerned that anti-crime being taken away is going to add to more illegal guns on the street, they weren't really preventing, you know, illegal guns Lately, anyway, they weren't preventing murders anyway. You know, they were. what were they doing? They were pulling over people for no reason. They were stopping people on the streets 
You know, they were doing stuff like that. So they were just being regular cops. You know, so if we really, if you really think that anti-crime has something to do with, you know, keeping illegal guns off the street, then we should really press legislators to maybe try to pick up that mantle and do it the right way. You know, that's what I'm thinking. I hear what you're saying. This, this, this is the way my mind processes it, right? Um, I think anyone, I think, I think people, I think people who carry guns illegally, a lot of them are going to carry it regardless, mm-hmm. right? Right. Some of them, yeah. Laws on, laws on guns ain't going to stop uh, right? criminals now, from getting guns. As someone who's been feet away from like a shooting, right? Like, like I, like I, I went to a, I went to a club once, and like these guys started beefing, and the club got got um, kicked out. Like the club got cleared out because of these guys fighting, and the guy came, went to his car, got the gun out the trunk, the trunk, the trunk came right. back. I'm standing right next to the door, and just start letting it off. Right? Um, I've been in a situation where, um, you know, there was one time that. Um, so I, ha- I used to have like like curls with gel. I don't know. It's not cherry curls. But I, I used to have like, like I used to have curls with gel, right? I, and I and like I used my a- my a- my ADHD. I don't really have ADHD, but like my my my, my desire to have the, the symmetric like gelled curls. Is that cherry? I don't think it's cherry curls. Gelled curls. I knew a and lot of people in high school with that shit. Have it perfect. In perfect symmetric, made it so that like when I would do it in front of the mirror, I I just couldn't leave unless it was like symmetrically perfect, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just doing it. I'm doing it. Shout out to Kev. I was doing it. This is when I was a teenager, right? And I'm doing it, and I'm doing it, and I'm doing it. And while I'm doing it, like, should I go? No, no, I'm just not ready. Like, I would I put my I would put my like sometimes like if it wasn't ready, I would put my hand through again and just restart it again. Like, start from scratch. Okay, like I'm doing it. There's a lot of pressure. And I I remember very clearly that like, but for me being at this mirror, and it was the mirror right before my door. Um, I would have been downstairs when I heard bang, 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 bang. <laughs> like, and I'm sitting there going, oh, what's that? <laughs> As you continue to fix your hair. I fixed my hair, fixed my hair. And this is, how, this is how long I took. I don't know, maybe those cops were just around, but like when I got downstairs, there's officers downstairs. Oh, shit. There's a body on the other side of the building. <laughs> Walk outside. And everyone's like, yo, Eugene, you good? I'm like, yo, did someone just die? <laughs> yeah, bro, someone got shot. I'm like, oh, shit, really? Oh, my God, my hair saved my life. <laughs> you, God, humanity me. saved your life. Oh, God, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to hear, Eugene. So, like, <laughs> I, I love myself. Like that. Saved my life. What I think about, I definitely know that the... the I definitely know that something like playing close officers is a hammer and it's not a, it's not a scalpel. It's not something that is you is used in a way that like does more harm than good, mm-hmm. but it definitely is a check on someone who's the pussies of the world who like aren't gangster enough to have guns anyway, but if they know they could get away with it, would carry a gun. You know what I mean? Like the kind of the proliferation of like, Oh, ain't no one like, like I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that like, I wouldn't want, people's feeling that they can get away with carrying a gun to increase 
Like it's almost like I want to take one thing out of the system without increasing people's faith that they could get away with carrying a gun because you're gonna have to replace it with something, right? Yeah, and I guess I guess that's my wonder in my mind is what is like, what is that? Is it is it not gonna be replaced? But it's okay because things have progressed up to the point that there aren't really that many guns in the first place, or will we see a uptick in crime? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know, but you know, I think you're right. Like, it's gonna come down to the to the fucking bitches of the world, right? Because the, the gangsters, the true niggas, they gonna really carry guns regardless. Carry guns. Regardless, regardless. Right? we don't give a fuck. Then, I don't know, care what tools it is. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have my tools to protect right. myself. Exactly. They gonna go into the library with that shit to work with that shit. They gonna carry that shit. But then, like, you got the other people who not really bound that life, and who the ones who are stupid with it, right? So the stupid yeah. ones probably need that shit taken away. So. The question is, I mean, that, yeah. How do you that's, determine that's who are the stupid ones and who aren't the stupid ones before they're stupid? Oh, ones. you can tell. You that's can a, tell that's a really difficult thing. You can see the stupid ones. That was the whole thing that I was worried about with this whole, oh, they're going to give you a psychological, che- like, we should have psychological checks for the gun, for, to, have, to own a gun. And I'm totally in support of that, right? But I'm also thinking to myself, like, what if they make the psychological evaluation unpassable? You know, and they just be like, I guess no one's able to to have the able to have guns because you only a certain amount of people can pass the test. In fact, there's a part of your brain that just goes to some of the weirdest conspiracies. (laughs) It is not that hard to manipulate that test. You don't need you don't need a lot of people to manipulate that some sort of state uh, countrywide test that everyone's got to meet the standard. No, I get, I get what you're saying, but I, I, what I'm trying to say is that this is a very, that's very much of an extreme, right? Because the idea is that, like, if you add a law that's supposed to curb, like, crazy people from having guns, and then you make the test so ridiculous that sane people can't pass it, that is very much going to... And then it's not like the government can be like, well, you agree to the test. It's too late now. Ha! Ah! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they how it's going to Gotcha! Like that's not how it's <laughs> I don't know. But you know, you know what's so funny is I'm thinking now is that I'm not a this whether I'm hanging out with people that have guns or not, that's that's not a, a current Eugene age worry. That's a teenage Eugene's worry. I ain't gotta worry about that shit. <laughs> yeah, Maybe a stray bullet, but <laughs> hanging out with you know I have I, I have having a piece on them. I have hung out with a lot of people. It's so crazy. I've, I've, it's crazy how many people I've hung out with guns on them and then be like, oh, oh shit. I guess he is. Yeah. I, I was in one of my friend's house just chilling and her boyfriend came over and this Nick, this motherfucker had a, a bulletproof vest on and a gun. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't see, I didn't see some, some high school folks I knew play football with come through a Ravens. I had been in oh, really? apartments in college. Some, I I I say nothing more than that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I think I mean, that's funny. I've been around kids who rock bulletproof vests. Like, I mean, yeah. I I know kids like I. So I I knew a few lifeguards that like would show up to work with like and take and be changing and taking the vest off like underneath their hoodies. And I'm just like, I'm like really? And they're like, nah, I just had to go do something yesterday. And I was just like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like that, I'm not gonna ask any more of that. Oh, damn. Yourself. Like, I heard. I did something yesterday and I decided to wear the evidence today. I guess he just did it overnight. Well, no. well, I mean, he had it off last night and he needed the protection today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, 
I mean, it's possible. Like, if 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 you fuck a gangster's girlfriend, like you gotta start walking around with it with a vest on, just in case, you know. And I've shot one of those vests before. I shot one of like we went to the top of his building. He let me shoot a nine into the vest, and like I didn't put that shit on. He was like, "Put it on, put it on, let me shoot." I'm like, "Get the hell out of here! You gonna let you shoot me? Let me shoot you!" Like, and Jack, and Jack, that was a very, very long time ago. Don't mention the year. Don't li- don't limit your. Oh no, no, yeah, that was very long. Yeah, no, that was a very long time ago. Actually, it's it's hard. Just, just it's joking, guys. Yeah, it's hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're so funny, Jack. That was good one. Sweet and roof. <laughs> you're talking about GTA. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I was in New York. <laughs> no, we did that in Pennsylvania. I shot good defensive in you too, but I was with a cop. <laughs> at, the, at the shooting range, at the shooting range in Pennsylvania. That's yeah, we were yeah. <laughs> If you take me down, you're going to have to take a cop too. He works in the Bronx now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bunch of six nines, both of y'all niggas. His name. I see. I see you picking up from the last show. We was all real fucked up that last show, but uh, uh, I'll pick it up yeah. from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man. Okay. Uh, I mean, that, I think it's that. It's funny, man. Um, it's been a lot of like. Obviously, the, the fight ain't over. They ain't knowing there is over, but I, I, it does give me, it does make me feel good to see substantive changes in my great state of New York. New York, yeah, like real, doing it. They are doing real, it. real things that like I feel. I think I think you're right. I I think to a certain extent in prepping for um, this conversation, I asked, I was very much seeing it, the narrow vision, um, narrow tunnel vision of my self experiences, not realizing that, yeah, I mean, if I, if I, if I go through my head of all the shitty stories I've ever heard, ever heard my, my, my my good friend, my best friends gone through, they are perpetrated by plain clothes officers. (laughs) Like I kind of totally forgot that shit. They're not. so yeah, every time I've been stopped and I've been I've been arrested and stuff like that, it's always been a plainclothes officers. Well, you know, well, you know what it is too. Like those plainclothes officers, they're they're not rookies. They get promoted to that shit. You know what I yeah. mean? So that's the culture of the NYPD and police in general that needs to change, right? So you were a rookie cop, you were in uniform for several years, and you did well as a rookie cop in uniform. So now, as a promotion, we're gonna just put you out there in plain clothes where you don't have to really abide by. People's rights yeah. anymore. You shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like it's you know, like you kind of a detective, but not really. really. <laughs> it's a reward. Kind of a detective, but not really. You know, so Fanny. <laughs> I know, I know. This this podcast ain't about that, but I kind of feel bad for those plain clothes. Got to put uniforms on. Act like little bitches again. Because <laughs> <laughs> they ain't that detective. They ain't made of that detective stuff. <laughs> That's so crazy. But you know what's crazy? You know what's also funny to me though? Like they really thought they was low, right? They thought they thought they was low. They thought they was in hiding. You know what I mean? You in a you in a neighborhood full of black folks and colored folks, and you walking around with a white boy 
He got on sneakers, jeans, and a Yankee fitted, but he white. Come on, man. That's the police. <laughs> I won't lie. I won't lie. I won't lie. Oh, my God. That's... Yo. Yo, yo guys. And, and, is, and, 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 and for some reason, I, he got big arms and little legs. You know how they walk around, bro? Big arms, big chest, yeah. and then they got yeah. the vest underneath, and they and bro. they looking around. They just they just oh, they they neck is on a swivel, like bro. Yeah, bro. It's not just like looking around that much. I know I have no uh, no rapping skills, and I know you guys are the rappers of our enterprise. <laughs> not a rapper, but sometimes sometimes I like to throw uh, throw uh, suggestions out there. As a as a as a gag song, we should go. We should do because I think a pastime in the hood is Joe is laughingly point out the plainclothes officers. Look at them! They think they look. That shit happened in my high school once. And uh, a rest in peace to my plainclothes officers <laughs> song <laughs> would be hilarious. <laughs> what yo, you gonna yo, do now? Get my you like just like rapping about how like how like they always fucking up the outfit, making it hot boy for themselves. Yo, for yeah. yo you know so crazy I experienced that in high school, man. Oh, when I was a they didn't see the motherfucker. <laughs> yo, did, 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 yo, did you ever did you ever experience that in high school? Like like you like like there would be like undercover cops pretending to be students. Oh, no, yeah, I went yeah. to Catholic school. I went to Catholic All right, school. No, no, so 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 I went to I went I went to I went to to, do that, do I'm going to air it out. I went to Brooklyn Studio. I went to Brooklyn Studio from, what is it, 2004 to 2007 or 8 to 2003 to 2007. And on our senior year, right, there was like this student. I'm going to heavily use quotation marks student, right? Some kid who's like, oh, my name is Zach. And uh, I was in yeshiva school. I was in the Jewish school before. And like I dropped out and I wanted to like finish out this year. Right, and so that that's why, and so that's why he was, that's why he was in our school, or well, because you know, I, like I transferred, and like we were all kind of feeling like this guy looks a little too old to be a senior. Like he's got a he's got a decent like he didn't have a beard. He shaved his face, but you can tell where the hair was growing. And he and if it, his hair grew, he would have a full blown beard. And I'm like, so ain't no seventeen or eighteen year old that like you a grown ass man. So I thought he got left back a bunch of times. Then one of the dudes in my school who was like one of the hustlers, like he was selling weed and shit, he was just like, nah, that's a boy. For real, that's a boy. Right? And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I don't know. I don't think that's a boy. Like, nah, that can't be. That can't be. And so lo and behold, lo and behold, the next, no, you were to the lo and behold, the next period, I went to Spanish class and he's sitting next to me and he's like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Spanish class. Whatever his class it was. And he was like, He's like, yo, uh, so Jack, uh, do you know where I can get any like weed? And I'm like, you a boy! Like, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I screamed that shit in class. Like, I go like, you a boy! Like, and he was like, what? I'm like, you a cop, bro? I was like, you just asked me for weed, bro? Like, get the fuck out of here! And so he was just like, yo, like you're bugging, you're bugging, and everyone was just like, and then. <laughs> In my, in my high school, my high school only had like 400 kids like in the whole school. So whatever happened the first period, by the second period, everybody knew that shit. And so off jump, oh. he was a cop. Like like everybody knew he was a cop. Yo, he wasn't, he, he wasn't there by the end of the year. 
Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, so did you find out whether he was really a cop or no? But I, I know for a fact, after a while, he stopped showing up to school. He was, he was a cop. He was a cop. <laughs> that's not a cop. You know, funny. That's not I don't, a cop. There's a segment. There's a segment in um in fucking um real time with Bill Meyer. He was like, I don't I don't know that it's real, but I know it. I know it. I know it's true. Like I don't know it's true, but I know it's true. Yeah, and yeah. Every undercover cop knows that the only way to really do be, be a good high school cop is you can't try to you can't go for the weed. You got to try to fuck the students. That's how you get to the weed. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have the willpower to not fuck them when you succeed. <laughs> what you're saying is you that they to have to blend in better. <laughs> yes, you're like. You're just like jail. Yeah. You, fuck you can't. You, you, you can't be the only senior not trying to get pussy. Like, exactly. <laughs> you have to fuck the but they just know if I try to fuck the students, I'm not gonna not fuck the students. <laughs> he was a that up for one year. Yeah, bro. He, like he, like he showed up senior year. We were just all like, oh, "Who are you, bro?" Like, and then even, even, and even students who were like went used to go to yeshiva, they were just like, "That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense." Like. <laughs> Like what? Like oh, his last year. Like we even went because we even had we even had like like a, a religious Jews that went to our school, and I was just like I was just like well, of course they did. They gave him a backstory and all that, and I was just like, yo man, you a grown ass man. Like you, I know you shaved just this morning, bro. It's fifth period and you got a fifth. You got a five o'clock shadow. Like you a grown ass man. Like you could just see it in his eyes that he'd seen some shit. And I was just like, yo, you are not. You are not. You are not us. That's so sad, us, bro. Is he a minority? Is he a minority? No, he was a white kid. He was a white guy. Oh, oh come on. He man. said he was doing. Man, he could have lied about that shit, bro. Look at the fuck out of here. Or you think police could be like, listen, listen, just don't lie about your faith, though. All right? <laughs> Tell him about everything else. Let him lie about your name, where you're from, how old you are. When it comes to faith. I'm sorry. When it comes to faith, you gotta keep it. You gotta keep it 100. Oh, right? percent Jewish kids don't I'm, get left back. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy backstory. Hell yeah! What are we talking about? This is why you need minorities in the police force because Just if you don't get this, back. I would be like, Nah, man. Listen, there's no way. All right, you need a better backstory than that. You're not Jewish, all right? Man, you did a bid, bro. You did a bid. You, 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 Jail. Did a bid. <laughs> like, how hard is it? You did a bid. You yeah. did a bid in Florida. You came here because your your parents they, wanted to get you out of work. Yeah, they wanted to get you out of the state. Like, not rocket science. What the yeah, fuck, you, so you, you? You got left back in a Jewish school. That's fucking retarded. What the fuck? Yeah. Are you yeah. <laughs> Where's your yarmulke, motherfucker? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Man. He had a full. He had like he had like a full blown head of hair. Like it was like all like all, almost down to like the back of his neck. I was just like and I was like yo I was like, bro, you a grown you man. That life. No, You're a grown man. It is right. Look, I, I don't want undercovers to 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 get my fellow Bronxonites arrested. But if you are gonna get them arrested, what you do is you get a cop that has a neck tattoo, and you say he killed a guy in Florida when he was thirteen. He <laughs> <laughs> will both fuck and arrest everybody in that whole high school. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Yo, why are you giving him the keys, bro? 
You don't have to listen to the podcast. I don't hear nothing that's inaccurate. I don't. <laughs> right? Like, that's the way to go. Just, just you can't be. One, like, Chill, get, like chill, get my goonies a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That guy didn't want to work overtime. Like, you got to hang out. Like, you got to play ball. Maybe play ball, right? Play ball. Be nice at ball. Chill. Get invited to some parties. Bring oh, weed. Man. That's what people text out with. Catch, catch them with the possession because you gave them the weed. Smoke some weed. <laughs> And then, and then, yo, fuck, man, my fucking plug fucking got caught up in the mix, bro. Yo, anyone got a good guy, a good weed guy? No, I'm, I actually, I need that X. And then, boom, you got him for that fucking, that E felony. Nah, bro. But they, did you hear the, but you, but they, but that, when that was happening, there was also a story. There was also a story about this kid who had, like, a, he was, like, socially awkward or something. And then, like, this 20-year-old, she was, like, a 20-year-old officer smoking hot. With yeah, her yeah, own yeah. crib, was like co- coerced him into getting him her him getting her weed, and he has that never smoked ever. Up. He's never yeah, smoked ever. Up. He doesn't even do that shit. But he was like, he wanted this girl to like him, so he found a way yeah, to try to get it. Yeah, yeah and he was like, gonna give it to her as a gift, and she insisted on giving him the money. And then once she gave him the money, it was like click click, got him, and he went to jail. This happened in Florida. You know? I was like, I mean, everything everything happens in Florida. You know the funny thing is, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't understand how the people perpetrating those kind of crimes, how they, how they like in the moment can live with themselves. Like, they can't sit there and go because they don't care. All he, all he wants to do is read me poems and shit. He ain't the guy. <laughs> nah, bro. Like, they, they don't care because it, it's like, it's like you know, they hold, they hold that badge above their humanity, man. This is. It doesn't matter. Oh. I'm here. I, I I have to do this job. I can't be emotionally attached to anything. It is what it is. That's you got caught. Though. It's not my fault. Like survival of the fittest. I agree. It, like it's I, a I, psycho I shit. Like I agree to that extent. But I think like devil's advocate. Like people, you know, opposing sides will say like, "Well, how do you live as a defense attorney? Right? Like, how do you if you know your oh. guy is guilty of Sleep like a baby." The guy is guilty of murder. The guy is guilty of murder. They had him on video, yada, yada, yada. He did it, but he was found innocent by the jury. How do you live with yourself? You got him. You know why? Because what do you say to that? I'm I'm necessary. You're not. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We could you we could make we could make a society in which I like a like we could make a society where we can get rid of you before you get rid of me. That's my that's my position because part of the constitution, like cops ain't in the constitution. Oh, yeah. Public defenders are. We're that's in right. it. We're that's in right. it because we can police ourselves, and then when we wrongfully accuse each other, I'm there. Blah, Batman. <laughs> we don't need cops. there might be some prosecutors that listen to this, so you know. <laughs> I have a responsibility. <laughs> I don't. I. Speak I have a song. You know how I do my job? I do this is how I do my job. I I because I am someone who's born born and raised in the Bronx. I wouldn't say I was poor, but I was around a lot of poor people, so it's the same shit. <laughs> that is horrible. I wasn't what a peasant, I say, but I lived I had, amongst the peasants. I had a close affiliation <laughs> to, the, to the poor. And what I'm trying to say is I, I do my job. I do my job. Like I, I try to treat my clients as if they paid for an attorney. Like I try to sit there and go, like I'm going to give you representation as if you paid for it. 
Like, I'm not going to treat you like you got it for free. Told it? No, no, no. Hell no. That's crazy. That's not how you build a good relationship. <laughs> what I'm going to say is like, I try to, like, basically, I try to, I try to give them what they can't afford. Like I like in my head, I try to I try to I try to make it so like you deserve representation that is as good as what the most scummiest, baggiest person could afford. Mm-hmm. And it's de facto what you uh, a person someone with like Harvey Weinstein can afford someone to let go of their humanity and not and not basically hold back their representation because they're quote unquote judging them. Right? Yeah. And for that and for that exact reason, I don't judge my clients but like because so they, they you, deserve you, to not. They deserve that. to be represented by someone who's not judging them. No, yeah, absolutely. Well, you said let he can afford someone who has to let go of their humanity. So, at what point, you know, are you letting go of humanity? I'm not. When you when you do certain when you defend certain cases, like I don't know, think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. I, this I, is what the people ask you. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is that, like. What I'm trying to say is that, like, a rich person has the luxury of of searching through the portfolio of attorneys and mm-hmm. finding a highly qualified attorney who's willing to represent them 100 percent mm-hmm. and 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 overlook their their discretions, right? Their, yeah. their, their transgressions, right? Funny, funny way what of blind I, people, right? <laughs> what I try to do is give my clients that whether they deserve it or not because they don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like basically my, my point is that I think they deserve to not be judged because they don't have a choice. Because they yeah. don't have the money. Because they're poor. Exactly. Represent the the amount of representation they get. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Because because there hasn't been a marketplace that has created itself where where if you spend a lot of money, you're gonna get better representation because of exactly. the, the because of the tax bracket that you're in. Now, now if if it was if 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 being a lawyer is something you could never really m- make money off of, if it was if it was something that was just only you know present uh, it was only available to the public, and that's the only way you can get it, then you know it, it would be a different story. Like but judging my clients is a luxury for that's a private attorney's luxury. I don't have a I don't have a right to I, I'm a public defender. I don't have a right to judge my clients. That's mm-hmm. what I think. My clients. That's what I think. My clients. But I, but I think I think it's not so much. I don't think it's as much as defending the person as an individual. But you're just defending. You're just making sure the law carries itself out the right way, right? right? So, so a lot of times the question I get is like, you know, how do you defend a guilty person? Right, which you know, I'm not going to go down the whole entire path, right? Because it's a lot easier than defending a, a innocent one. <laughs> <laughs> that is fact. That is fact. That is so fucked up. All all the people that practice, y'all know it is. I hate innocent clients. Ain't nothing for innocent clients. Why? I don't. I don't hate them. But really, and clients that say they're innocent. Or, in, or or like no, no, no. like what do you mean an innocent client? Like I hate there's levels to it, right? I hate a client okay. who thinks he's innocent, and okay. I hate a client who thinks he's innocent and is innocent, worse than that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> a truly innocent client. That's that's a lot of pressure, bro. It's a yeah. lot of pressure. There's a lot, a lot of pressure. Yeah. In well, 
innocent person. It's a lot of pressure, one, because, you know, obviously they're innocent. But two, it's also, it's hard to get them to see the reality of the system. Because innocent people really think the system, at the end of the day, the truth will come out and, you know, everything will be accurate and it'll all be, you know, even. And that is absolutely not the case, right? (laughs) If you have an innocent client, we talked about this on the show, like the actual, on on the show, like, right? Yeah, yeah. in the tip episode, the trials and yeah, the tip episode. Yeah, so so you know we have innocent clients who are not guilty of what is charged in the complaint, but we have to be realistic. Like, yo, like this, you could go to jail if the jury disagrees. Like, listen, and I believe you. I believe that this evidence could show that you were you were innocent, but but it's not going to guarantee it. It doesn't guarantee it, right? It, well, number one, like, and and we were talking about this off off record for a while but like you know shit is so subjective right it, a lot of shit depends on what prosecutor you get like like well even before that it, it, a lot of shit how it goes down depends on what cop you get then it depends on what prosecutor you get then it depends on what judge you get then it depends on what jury you get right so like it's, it's so subjective it also depends on your dumb looking face it depends on everything why do you look so guilty? Stop, you have stop looking like that. Right? Stop looking like that. <laughs> right, exactly. Stop fucking looking down every time they ask you a question, bitch. You innocent. Yeah. Right? So, but like when you have an innocent client, like you got to really break, keep it real with them. It's like, listen, I'm down to fight with you. That's the easy part, right? But the hard part is like, listen, bro, you could really go down. What are you willing to take? Mm-hmm. What are you willing to take? That's the harder conversation with innocent clients. And a lot of times it takes them a long time to really grasp the gravity of it and consider taking something like even a discon, like even even just yeah. pleading guilty uh, to a violation. You know, about you know so it's, it's in my experience, and like um, I feel like it's actually, and, I, and like I'm not gonna. I'm, it's this is more conceptually in my mind, right? I actually think it's easier, not easier, but I think the conversation is easier to have a client accused of a serious crime who's innocent then have a have a have someone who's accused of a petty crime who's innocent because a serious crime you kind of get their position you kind of get that they are not willing mm-hmm. to take anything they're not willing to associate themselves at all with right. with that serious crime right and usually mm-hmm. the offers are terrible so like their logic kind of makes more sense yeah there's nothing really That's worse, and this is like a day-to-day kind of like thing that just a public defender has to go through. But having someone who's innocent of like just a, kind of like a stupid crime, like an assault, and you sit there and it's like, it's like, it's like they'll be innocent. They'll be innocent in like the worst ways. And what I mean by that is like, let's say for example, like, like they're like this is a great analogy, right? Like it's like, like, um, like in the NFL, right? Who gets the who gets the penalty? The guy who throws the first punch or the guy who throws the second punch? It's always the guy the who guy reacts. Yeah. The guy who reacts, right? And like having a client who's innocent in that way, where he's like, yo, bro, I didn't I didn't fucking fight him, bro. Like, I didn't he swung at me. Yeah, yeah, he has all this backstory. It's like those are the words. Cause it's like, yo, bro, like, and sometimes you don't really know if they're innocent, but it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, like sometimes they'll have a they'll either you believe it or like they'll have some kind of like reason why you know that they're innocent and like that makes it worse because you it's so hard to convince them it's like yo like yes you are in fact innocent 
but your problem is that you are not provable innocent. Like it's very difficult to prove to a third party that you in fact are the innocent person in the scenario because he's the one with the black eye and he's the one with the broken tooth and and like the, what shouldn't be the difference between innocence and like the fact that you whooped his ass shouldn't make you guilty, but he he if if if, if we're going to have an audition for victims. He looks like the victim, and you look like the aggressor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the yeah, winner, no one's right. gonna feel sorry for the winner. And then plus, the question was like, yeah, you're innocent, but you, to 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 get your day in court and have your victory, you're risking so much. And, right. yeah. and the first, like a big lesson that clients have to learn is that like an acquittal is not a victory, right? Like, 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 like when you, when you, victory. no, it's not a victory. Like, I mean, it is a victory, but it's not, it's not an affirmative it, acquittal. It's not a, like, this is, a, this is, a, I actually think this is a very, like, important, like, thing that I, I tell my clients. And I think it really helps me get my, some of my crazier clients who's going to risk too much for an acquittal off the ledge because acquittal is not an affirmative statement. An acquittal does not mean, not guilty. No, 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 no. I'm saying it wrong. Acquittal does not mean innocent, right? If you get a acquittal at trial, it does not mean you are innocent. You are not found innocent. You are simply found not guilty beyond a reasonable doubt, right? Under so that doesn't under mean the, innocent. It does not mean innocent. I'll give you a great example. Um, OJ got acquittal in criminal. And yeah, got, the blood don't fit. You must acquit. No, he got yeah, he got acquittal in in criminal court and guilty in civil court, right? Oh yeah, but but, but civil is like emotional shit. Like if you're psychologically damaged from the experience, you get you can sue in civil court. Yes, so, if you make doctor's appointments and things like that, right? If I'm not he mistaken, found, he was found liable for the person that he got acquitted death in civil court because yeah. in crypt like. In, a, acquittal does not mean that you are innocent. It just means that they didn't prove you're guilty. My my point in saying that is that like, when I tell my clients is that like, you feel like you're, you're, you're not going to, like the person who accuses you of this crime that's wrongfully accusing you of this crime doesn't go to jail if you get acquitted. Like It doesn't mean that they are lying. They don't get accused of perjury or they don't get arrested for perjury if you're found innocent. Now, if you're found innocent to the point that like it's 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 over the top like there's a video proving that you're innocent, then yes, they would get charged with perjury, you would hope. But if it's kind of like subjective, then no, you just don't go to jail. So it's like to to risk to risk like a potential conviction just to get an acquittal is it's not very a balanced risk basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say though is that I think it depends on the lens you look through, like because I think listen at, at at the end of the day if you get a full acquittal, mm-hmm. I mean in the law's eyes you're innocent, you did not do those murders and that's the that's in the law right now society lens like you, you use the OJ oh, well, case that, 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 yeah but OJ, you can't change that legally yeah l- legally OJ did not commit those murders he didn't kill them but then he but then he comes out with a book that says if I did. Now we're changing the lens, right? Now we're changing the lens. True, true. I hear what you're saying, but acquittal, like I think the actual definition of acquittal means yeah. not. It doesn't mean 
It means not guilty. It doesn't mean innocent. Right. I understand that. I, I get that. But like, I think that. So that, I'm that, trying. Yeah, so that's what I was trying to understand. Like, how how is the what's the difference between not guilty and innocent? The reason I so yes, that is true. Right. There's there is a difference between not found guilty and innocent. But then at the but there's no difference in the result because legally, is, if you go for a job, they cannot hold that against you. Yes. So at the end of the day, there's no real difference between you getting an acquittal or and you, which is not possible, being found innocent, right? So there's no real difference. So at the end of the day, the law basically presumes that if you are found not guilty, that means you're innocent. You did not do this. Period. That's that's just what the law is saying. Now, society obviously with other variables, other stuff that doesn't necessarily come into court, because we know that the jury only gets half the story, yada yada yada. Like the OJ mm-hmm. case. But 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 my right. but what I'm saying, right? OJ was innocent, y'all. Fuck that. Yeah. OJ was innocent. OJ did not commit those. He didn't kill. Yeah, he didn't kill yeah. people. Come on, man. And if he did, I mean, so then what? Oh, look, I, I don't I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not gonna act like I do know and don't know. But my man's came out with a book that said if I did it. Like so hey, it's like yo that's not his fault, all right? Society piqued his interest when they accused him of this shit. So he was like, hey, Yo, come I on, man. I would do it, motherfucker. <laughs> if I, I'm sorry, if I was a murderer and I got away with murder, I'm definitely writing a book to rub it in everyone's fucking face. Person OJ is. I mean, nobody that. knows who the type of person OJ is. Like, look, look what that, look, like. Ah, there's just so many people that's getting caught up right now. You just like, oh my god, he's that type of person. Like, you know, so funny is that. It, I, I say we go in there. Let's fuck it. Let's go in there. What I would say <laughs> is, as a society, if you don't want a target to be burnt down. Don't be treating people in a way that they want to burn down the target when they're done. <laughs> right? Yes. And that and OJ is just a un like OJ is just the his acquittal, if he were guilty, is just the target that got burnt down of the night. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, like, you know what? I really don't, I don't really care if he did it or not. I, I don't you guys care if he did it or not. so much. And like, the thing is like that, that. That trial is bananas. I mean, there was so much inherent racism in there that it's it's yes, it's almost like a, it's not even a fair analogy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just like yo, like this is this actually is what I said in the last episode, right? The less the true lesson these motherfuckers gotta learn is when guilty people go get away yes. scot free exactly. through the sins that's, of bad cops. Yes, that's, that's what they when society, Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. what society's change. Yeah. Dude, just so, because you had a motherfucker guilty DNA, blood, fucking yeah. semen, fucking video. You had, him, you had him dead to rights. Dead to rights. But this asshole cop want to plant some drugs on him? Yep. There it is. And now he walks oh, free. Not, not drugs on him. He that's, that's, on innocent people. Probably. In, the, in the past. Yeah. Right. 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 And now that he's got an actual criminal on his hands and he was doing exactly. his job for once, now because of his past transgressions, he fucks it all up. Yo, because at the end of the day, like, it, it, yo, it was a comedy sketch. But why is it a comedy sketch? Who, who, I think it was Chris Rock. It was Chris Rock. I, I think the last time I mentioned this, or I, I, I said Louis C.K. I, I love Louis C.K. I, I, I was saying he's, he's cool. But it was Chris Rock. For, the, for what the black man did? Oh. God damn! <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! 
It was a misunderstanding, and I corrected myself. I'm going to reuse my analogy, motherfucker. Don't call me a goddamn Karen. <laughs> that is the worst thing you can call somebody now. <laughs> Please don't. Don't use our 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 slur of the most high. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? I hope y'all don't Say know that no <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Chris Rock, and he was just like, yo, like pilots, like pilots don't have that luxury. It's like, oh, like, yeah, some pilots, he crashes, some pilots don't crash. Like, like it's whatever. Like, these are jobs that are expected. They're like doctors. Like, doctors. They have They're no bad apple pilots. Some yeah, of most yeah, of our pilots yeah. land safely, but some of them like to crash in the buildings and mountains. <laughs> no, nah, you can't yeah, have that. It's just hard. And you know what? When you when we can we when we can expect that level of quality from them, then they deserve to get paid higher. Fuck that. Like, mm-hmm. like the people who are saying, "Oh, we shouldn't defund cops. We should pay them more." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you know what's crazy? You know the way to get better. Anything is to pay them more before they deserve it. Oh, yeah, that's a great way to get great results. Don't change what you're doing, but here's some more money. Fuck out of here. Idiots. Fucking retarded. But you know what's so crazy, though, is that the, like, New York spent $5.6 billion on NYPD salary, but they are paid trash. Their pay is trash, and we're still spending that much money on them, which is, it's crazy. Cause we have a crazy. We have we're, we're ready to take over New Jersey any day of the week. It's like thirty thousand of those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, be a not war. Don't worry, New Jersey. We would never take care of you. Take take, take over you. Yeah, we have one person only, and that's Newark Airport. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New York wouldn't take over you because there's nothing we really need. <laughs> if you were living in a Newark Airport, your tourism would drop by like. 80%. No one would go to New Jersey unless you had New York and New York Airport. <laughs> like, and the people who I go make to the Jersey Shore are all from the same place anyway. I, I, so I, like, I make that joke to my wife every time we go to Newark. Like, hey, baby, if I was you, would have tourism. <laughs> <laughs> Word, yo. They, what, what's, what, what is, what's famous, what is Jersey famously known for? Retiring New Yorker. I know a few people live in New Jersey, and I'm just like, damn, man, you couldn't just stick it out, man. Like, nah, like, it's the taxes. Man, I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. There's no reason tax. to do it. I know a lot of teachers uh, who live in who live in Jersey because because the teacher the the, the the teacher tax or something in Jersey is like significantly lower than here in New York. I'm happy to be married. To a woman who would who would never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> uh, well, I just want to clarify: we're talking about North Jersey. I have a lot of uh, family and law in South Jersey. I love you guys. <laughs> I don't know nobody. I, I'm not as traveled <laughs> as you ever. I don't know nobody. <laughs> you know people in Virginia, fucking South Jersey. I don't, I don't go that far. I know yeah. people in the Bronx and Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> man, this, this is why, man. This is why Queens be that's, fucking running. That's all you need to know. That's it. That's all you need to know, man. Our comfort zone, man. Y'all gotta fucking travel a little bit. Yeah. Didn't you drive into Pennsylvania? You get out, motherfucker. Puerto Rico. I know some people in Puerto Rico too, though. Eh, right. They don't really count. 
Um, so so let's talk about this mandate um, Cuomo did nine months oh. going. Yo, I want to. I want to. I saw him talk about it the other day, and I was like, I, like I said, like I said earlier, I, I like I like me my Cuomo COVID updates. He's pretty gangster though. He's so big. I, I like oh, yeah. him. He's super gangster. Oh, yeah. I like his messaging. I don't know if you've seen any of the recent ones. Now he does like the timeline. He does the COVID timeline. It's like 105th day and 20 days since the mur- murder of George Floyd. Oh, no, he does that now, right? I didn't know that. Oh, no. Ever since George Floyd, ever since it became a real thing, mm-hmm. like ever since, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like he started like talking about it as two separate things. And he, he kind of does it really smooth because he's like two separate things. Some things interact. It's like a, Whatever the fuck that shit's called, hexagon, not hexagon. You mean like a, it's like a graph? The circles that inter- that the, the Venn diagrams. Venn diagram, that's what it is. He kind of makes it a Venn diagram, right? So, for example, like the protesters, they could get COVID. So, like, but he's just like, you have to keep that very separate. And then he used that. He always uses that same analogy to go into the to the <coughs> George Floyd stuff and goes, "There's the movement, mm-hmm. then there's the rioters." Yeah. There is some cross section, but not really. He's a mastermind at keeping things separate. Um, things that need to be related will be related, but other than that, yeah. we'll keep yeah. he's very good at his organization with his, you know, presentation and everything like that. So listen, talking like a G, bro. Yeah. So cool. like I'm crazy about him, you know, some of the stuff he does. But listen, he's he's handled this this situation yeah. pretty well. You know, so, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot for a human being to like handle this. So you gotta like. You gotta get. Yeah. You gotta give so, a little. I mean, bit he, he was. He's been. Little, he's been very credit. aggressive. But I was. I was kind of worried because they were like throwing a lot of like that fifty A shit. I, I was kind of concerned of like maybe like the movement would push it would and like the legislator got it got it got it yeah. voted on really quickly and that maybe he'll sit there and go, "Ooh, this is kind of like strong," <laughs> and mm-hmm. but he signed it really quick and he's been pushing in those press conference how New York is like the um, the liberal capital of the world which i mean he's kind of talking out of his ass yeah yeah now, it is in portland oregon is well i mean uh, it's we still weed so until yeah. that stops historically with that. historically it has been a lot a lot of big changes for the country have come out of new york yeah. but we are behind the eight ball recently mm-hmm. right but he's trying to reframe it and sit there and go historically we are and we're gonna be for this issue and yo, True. we have it. We, yeah. I mean, I think I give him make that. a road change. He and wrote this, back a little this, bit on the mail reforms, but he gave us, you know, the repeal of 50A. Yeah. Um, and but, this nine month uh, thing with the precincts so, and stuff. So, so, so this nine month, so this so this nine month thing is that like basically he, he he actually pulled a book out of the federal government, and this is how this is actually how just a little history lesson because this is a a personal problem for me and my Tesla. Is that this is how we got like universal um, highway highway speed laws like below seventy, below ninety, and shit? Is um, presidents of the country have argued that if you don't make within reasonable speed limits on the highways, they're gonna withdraw funds out of highway maintenance. Mm-hmm. And he used that kind of same tactic on 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 local uh, police for local police forces of counties, Bronx really? County, Manhattan. Well, basically, what he said was that what his mandate is a nine month mandate. It comes up in April. Is that every county has to do like a referendum on themselves and ask their public 
what they want to be changes. Like basically ha- open up a dialogue, start a debate, and then make substantive changes based on that dialogue. Now he's not what he specifically says is that he's not mandating one change to the other, but what he is mandating is that a, is an open dialogue be created and that changes get um, made based on those, based on that dialogue. And his argument is basically like every police force is just a is just a a, uh, a result of the taxes of each county that they're paying like they're basically paying for you. Why should you're oppressive if you police them in ways they don't want to be policed. You should police them in the way they want to be policed. And if 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 it turns out that's not the way they want to be policed because crime rises, then they'll tell you to change it. It shouldn't be like, hey, we're telling like it shouldn't be like a whole system of, of, of a uniformity policing one way when maybe certain areas don't want to be policed that way. Yeah. And he's basically mandated that every county and every police force does this. And if they don't at least engage in the conversation and engage in the dialogue and start making changes based on that dialogue, he's withdrawing state fundings. I think that the idea is, 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 you know, a good start. You know, um, I think some of the concerns are, is that like, you know, one, how much funding are we talking about if they don't comply with it? Right. Everybody wants to know that. Like how much is, how much are they going to lose if they don't do what the fuck they're supposed to do? Um, I mean, they're they're losing their state, their state portion of that. Right. Yes. I mean, yeah, I think that, that, I mean, now you, you're putting me on blast. Well, I, don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the state <laughs> portion of the funding is. But yeah, I, I read the article. And it didn't say, so I don't. I don't know. Maybe I like, think from his rhetoric, he's arguing that they're losing whatever the portion of the state funding is. Okay. Because right. what happens is like a lot of these laws, like so for example, like like it's funny because like I, I like during these like election cycles, you hear like Biden or 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 Bill Clinton talking about. Oh, we're gonna put five hundred billion dollars into police force, like into like police officers. And basically, what that is is that they create these programs in the federal side of it or the state side of it, right? In which they subsidize local government, right? So the federal government creates this kind of fund that gets divided amongst the states and then gets trickled down to the local things and. While the federal government is doing that, the states are doing that, right? There's like a state budget, and it and it and it kind of like creates funds for these kind of local because like because like if you took all that kind of like funding from these tire tiers, then theoretically every county would be survival of the fittest. Like like the mm-hmm. Bronx would be able only be able to afford its own um, fire department, its own police force. But like it's not like that. Like New York City has one budget, and they need to divide it how they want, and then they get some support from the state, and they get support from some of the federal. And like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I get that. Right, so so, but, right, so I mean, so potentially all of their funding could be lost, basically. You know, not all. Of, no, it's not. It's never all. It's 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 substantial. I, I, all they all they state funding could be lost. Yes, that I, that's what he's. I don't know how much state funding they get, but. Okay, that, that's fine. I mean, that, that wasn't a big thing for me, but I, I think the biggest thing is that it's kind of, it's kind of vague, right? Because like you don't like, what's the guidelines? Like, how many of the demands of the community? Have- well, isn't he dropping that? You said he was at what date? He was he said June something. It was July something. That he was going to drop what he expects yeah, from yeah. them, and then they have nine months from that point. Isn't that yeah, what you said earlier? 
they have to comply with everything the community demands? Like, do they have to, you know, at least just have the forum and then decide whether it's in the company, the, the community's best interest? No. Like, I, I, I think you're right. I, I think he, it, it is very big. It's, it's, it's a good first step, but just needs a lot more clarification. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. I mean, I think, I, I, think, I, think, I, think I think what he's, yeah. I think this, I think that this is what he's trying to do. And I, I'm going to give my man Cuomo benefit of, not benefit of doubt, but I'm, I'm going to give him. Give him time. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a mechanism to be right, and what I mean by that is that once you open these, because I think I think what needs to happen is specificity in in this whole in this whole movement, right? Yeah, it has to be very specific. specificity, right? Like, what do you mean by defund the police? What do you mean by this? What do you, some people don't want that? Some people do want that, and I think this mandate. I give it an A for effort in the sense that what I think what he said, he said it. He's like, he wants to put on paper what these counties want, right? So that when you don't give them what they don't want in the future, the the, the rub can be very specific because they asked for one thing, you didn't give it to them. And also vice versa, when you give them what they do want and crime goes up, the vice versa can happen, right? Yeah. So that like the demands can have substance, right? Mm-hmm. And then he can now he's not necessarily he, what he didn't say is that he didn't say that he's gonna defund a police department for not giving for not giving their their county what they want. But what he's doing, what I think he's doing is he's setting up these police departments to be beholden to their counties because what happens yeah. is when when. When, 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 when a, like Bronx County, when we say we want something specific and you don't give it to us and then something goes wrong, it's very, then it's very easy to sit there and go, it's your fault because we wanted higher de-escalation training and then you murdered one of us. It's your fault. Not, like basically like the change becomes quantified. Mm-hmm. He's trying to quantify it. Now the thing is, and I think it's fair. Not every county, like not every county, like like the way the Bronx wants change is not the same that that yeah, somewhere up in you know Bubble state, Fox. yeah, West Bubblefuck, New York. Yeah, I get you there. You know, but right? I, so I, like, I, yeah, I I get what you're saying, and I I think he is trying, like you said, yeah, it was a good effort, a for effort. I would. I mean, I don't. I don't really have anything to really. Base I've, it I've, I've, let, let's 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 give it a chance to see what it unfolds. Too. Yeah, I'm I'm open to that. Yeah, I want I want to give it a chance. Let's see what it let's, does. Because I mean, what happens. I don't see anybody else. I don't see any other governor or state or or or, or anybody other representative. Yeah, pulling yeah. the hammer down or or or. or you know, drawing a line in the sand, a metaphorical Listen, line. I mean, I, like I, you got to meet me here. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, right? I think that it's such a radical change that. It, I'm open to listening to see what could happen, but I mean, but because of black the, folks, the reoccurrence of history, it's you still can understand black folks' apprehension, right? Like, you know, yes, it's like, all right, this might be a little smoke and mirrors. Like, nine months is a long True. time, and mm-hmm. my my fear, another one of my fears, which I, the second thing I was going to say is that, like, are people still going to care in nine months? So yeah. you know, what the fuck is going to yeah. be happening in nine months? So that's that's another thing. Right? I mean, so. I mean, yes, but also. If you say nothing about the substantive changes, if ever, you don't realize every state is like this, right? Like, like, have we heard any? Like, obviously, I'm not. I don't even know what state Minneapolis is in. 
it's okay. It I starts with remember it's, either. It, it starts with men. <laughs> uh, it starts with men. Starts with oh. Minnesota. Oh, oh, Minnesota. All right. Like I don't know. Super left of Minneapolis County is doing like I don't. Are they do have changes? I don't. Are they like? I don't know. Like just, just always, like I get what you're saying. I, I don't think. Look, I, I cannot begrudge anyone's reprehension, but this is a this is a framework that demands at least um, not change but accountability. Mm-hmm. Right. This yeah. is basically accountability is important, especially if it you're going to hold very laws. Important. If you're going to hold this people accountable for the laws they have to live by, then you've got to hold the people accountable that are upholding them. Yeah. Saying put your cards on the table. Right? Mm-hmm. Put your card. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like I actually, I'm very lazy. <laughs> I don't like to, do it, but I would love to be a part of the Bronx Committee for Change or whatever it's going to be called. Oh, <laughs> BCC, Bronx Committee B- Change. You, you just started it. You're B- the B- BBC, BBC. <laughs> is that is that is that you want to be part of? You want to be part of the BBC? The big black cock. <laughs> Jack, why do you always do this? Why do you always do this? Guys, <laughs> keep us grounded. <laughs> Super Amen. grounded, bro. Super grounded. Amen. I've been, I've, you know, it's, it's a good segue. It's a good segue because what I've been told is that I'm not black, black, but in times of crisis, I'm not, I was crazy. Like, I was, I was, I was in like, crisis, uh... in times of crisis, Hispanics are always to be always reminded by our black brethren that we are black. Yes. Right? Yes. Right? Uh, that means I have a black cock. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, so any any compliment you make to a black cock is a compliment to my cock. So I'm cool with that. <laughs> Yo, that is the wildest logic I have heard. <laughs> That's not wild logic. That is the wildest because logic. If, if everyone came from Africa, therefore I'm black, therefore you have black my, my cock is black, therefore I have a black cock. Yes. I love that. It's great. So everyone's got a black cock. So then I, so I then, don't follow. I don't follow. And I don't agree. <laughs> Not everyone has a black dick. Nope. <laughs> I don't agree. Uh, if everybody's uh, got a black dick, then there isn't a black dick. It's just everybody's got a dick. Has a black dick. Nope. Let's let's do the this. The question uh, becomes is how watered down is your black dick? Right? <laughs> so now, what I'm gonna say, you've been, you've been, you're, 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 you're triple distilled black. <laughs> I know my history. I know my history, and my black dick comes from my great great grandmother. <laughs> it came from your grandma. Okay, that's fire. Well, no, give it Came from the woman her mother fucked. The guy her mother fucked. <laughs> whatever. You track him down. I don't know who he is. You can be whatever you want to be. <laughs> be whatever you want to be. I'm just here to tell you, he ain't black. So I don't know how. I don't understand how. 
next black. See, this is funny. No, no. Before we get, we get to our next topic, <laughs> I actually do find it funny because I spent a good portion of my life thinking I was black. Yeah, I know. In like the, the pure young way, as a young non, I don't know any white people because there aren't white people in the Bronx. And I had a, <laughs> a, a, a relatively dark skin, not dark skin, but like he was, he looked dark to me. And, he, and there was a picture in the house of him with a fro. My That's best friend's black. Picture. So I'm putting it on those skin. I'm like, oh, I'm at least some black. And then the, the realities of life. Yeah, no, you're, you're said, Puerto Rican. He said poppy one time, and he was like, oh. <laughs> right? Now, take that all out of it. What I would say is that in times of struggle, there is a great reminder from blacks, from classic blacks, I guess, to Hispanic blacks. You're black too, to Hispanics, which we are, to, to I guess yeah. what I'm trying to say is that Hispanics that that doesn't like that doesn't like to um like what's the word? Like um admit. Admit. I'm sorry. <laughs> doesn't like to uh, appreciate or value their blackness. Mm-hmm. There's a great reminder that they are black. Mm-hmm. But when someone likes me, who likes to Overly value their blackness. It's like, no, 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 you're not that black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like this guy. This like, a, like, oh, we got, we got a little wiggle room for the amount of blackness you got in you versus how much you like, show. You are me. definitely black, but you're not. You're black, but you're not black enough. I, so I hear what you're saying. What I, I, I don't appreciate. What I, listen, it's, it's a struggle for out here for us out here, Ev. I, I, hear, I, I hear what I hear what you're saying, but I still disagree, motherfuckers. I fucking disagree with each one of your asses, right? Because what I think what it is is that we have similar experiences, right? Which yeah. black people call black experiences, but it's not just because mm-hmm. you know black. I'm talking about my dick, bro. Uh, I'm not talking about my dick. <laughs> No, Ed, Ed is trying to bring this shit full circle. Let him, let him rock. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you want to listen? You want to talk about your dick? Go ahead, talk about your dick. That's fine. Talk about your dick. Yes, I get it. I don't drive around black. I, you are one hundred percent right. You say my big dick for being black. Did I just say that? <laughs> You're right. I don't drive around being black. I don't get pulled over black. Listen, man. You know what? I'm lucky. You I know get what? To keep you my know black what, in my pants. <laughs> You know what, bro? You know what, bro? You're right. Who am I to tell you what your dick is? You can be what you want to be. Your dick can be my dick, my choice. It can be a toy car. It can be whatever you want it to be, bro. I'm sorry. I did not mean to characterize you. I'm sorry. I should have minded my own business. That's my fault. I didn't mind my business. Like you fucking. He was being a carrot to his dick. Yeah. Read about all these carrots, man. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, bro. It's, it's, and just for context, this is not a Puerto Rican calling his dick black for no reason. My great great grandmother is black. <laughs> yeah. And 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 there was a time when I just thought, or Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, they all came from some some great heritage of big dickdom. But then I went to Colombia and I realized no. 
South Americans have small dicks. <laughs> oh my god! Why? Wait, wait, did you did you see a nice amount of small? No, I got a lot of dicks in Colombia. Are you saying that you saw enough dicks in Colombia to decide that people who come from there happen to just more likely have small penises? No, I fought it on another way, but I didn't. <laughs> he was just came. He was like, "Yo, show me a lot of context, a lot of context." But I realized I would be um, Josh Tension on my fellow my fellow man, so I read him. Explain it to me, bro. I'll just say it. I just want to make sure you didn't go to a foreign country and started saying, "Let me see your dicks." All right, <laughs> right. I'll feel comfortable here. <laughs> my, ego, so my ego won't be harmed here. <laughs> so funny is that. <laughs> They gotta, they gotta reach this far to judge me. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, man. That's right. Damn, oh, that's good. That dicks enough? You, you good? We got all the dick stories. Yeah, out? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so funny. We haven't yet. Not yet. It's a guy I had a, I had on the um, episode. The guy had a, the tax episode. Who's a white? Who's yeah. a white dude? Can't I was talking. Peter, Peter. <laughs> really, it's, it's really, you got me. <laughs> he has a name. <laughs> no, you know, you know, you, you know what I call it. I didn't want to say his name, so I kind of was like, "No, hey, man, he's on the show, baby. He's, he's part of history." Yeah, <laughs> he's stuck with us, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> Elysio, yeah, I was, I was saying his name wrong. Tax you attorney, great tax attorney. You about to drop a dime on him? <laughs> no, no, So he, he hit me up, like, towards the, um, the, uh, towards, uh, like, towards, like, the beginning of, like, the real aggressive protesting slash rioting and shit. Mm-hmm. But actually, the funny thing is he hit me up, and, like, it was kind of, like, at one point, it was kind of a point where it was slightly started here, but hit me up, it was like, yo, these protests is crazy. And I was like, yeah, man. New York City's crazy. He's like, nah, motherfucker, in Long Island. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. <laughs> it was fucking out. Because I know he's from Long Island. Oh, he's, Yo, that's, he's, he's, that's facts, though. I was driving through Long Island one day, and there was a bunch of, like, yeah. for a couple blocks, there was a bunch of kids and, and white kids, yeah. obviously, but, like, all standing on quarters, holding signs, Black Lives Matter, yada, yada, yada. It's, oh, he said they shut down a highway. This is, like, during yeah, the beginning. Yeah, they shut down a highway. Yeah, maybe so he's like, thing. So he like was talking about it, and like he was he was kind of like rearing towards like, but rioting is bad, and like it was after our episode where we talked about it, and I was like, look, man, like yes, it's bad. Obviously, it's bad. No one just fight. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about it, and like, um, fuck, I lost my. I actually lost my point. <laughs> <laughs> rioting was bad, and you made him come around and thought that maybe it's okay. Understand the reason why you know the looting and rioting were happening because of the anger. Before that, before that, before that, he he was scared of the looting. I don't, don't quite know. Hey, man, let's let's swim back to shore. I don't know, can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, he drowned in Eugene. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what were we talking about right before that? Your, your dick. 
<laughs> that's, 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 I don't know what else we can talk about, man. Yo, no. I somehow feel like my mind can piece it together. Yeah, so it's my dick. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I got it. You're right. I think. <laughs> That's how I know y'all two know each other too well. Ev knew exactly what he needed to say in order to get PG to remember. No, whoa, no, I don't know that motherfucker that well to be talking about his dick. Don't you try that shit. I don't know what. So, so, uh, we're talking, right? Oh, and shit. like, I'm going to tell him, like, yo, my man, like, chill with all that, like, like, like kind of Blue Lives Matter riot, riots or protests and shit. Like, I'm trying to correct him. I'm trying to, like, yo, my man, like, and then I finally was like, because like, we were just having the same conversation we had in the podcast. And I'm like, yo, my man, just listen to the podcast. And he was like, all right, I'm going to listen to it. And like, I had to find him on iTunes. And he went, he went and listened to the whole thing. And he hit me up like two hours later. And like, yo, I listened to it. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. He's like, yeah, man. Oh, man. Thanks, man. I learned a lot. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, but there's a lot of dick talk. (laughs) 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 Well, I doubt he's going to make it this far in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. There's a lot of dick talk. What episode did he listen to? What episode was that? Three? I think it was three. It had to be three. We, we, we can't remember that shit. <laughs> no, no, I can't remember. No, there's another part where we are talking about... Oh, we are talking about the OnlyFans dick shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, OnlyFans. Oh, that was a good one, man. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah. Like he did, and it's so funny because I knew he did it because he was like... He was talking about it substantively. I was like, oh, this motherfucker really listened to the whole thing. But he's also like... So I'm like, he's a real, he's a person who really listened to it, and he also thinks too much dick talk. <laughs> <laughs> we need to listen to that criticism. I, I, took it, I took it as a positive, because I was like, oh, you, you made it through the dick talk, through the positivity. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, you, if, you, you, if you make it this long, we, fought, we, we really appreciate you, yo. Yeah, we really, <laughs> we really, y'all, y'all really ride it for us, yo. That's yeah. crazy. With, with that knowledge, you still thought it fit to talk about dicks. That's kind of wild. But yeah, yo. Man. Oh, man. Oh. So my, 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 my takeaway was that even through those dick those dick conversations, you still took the purity of our of our podcast. It was. It was. He filtered out what he needed, basically. He, no, he still said it was a great podcast despite the dick talk. <laughs> hey, man. Listen, that's why we're here. We're here to educate. Yeah. Yeah. Get, 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 a little, get a little better every time, baby. <laughs> All right, you know something? We were going to talk about... I'm sorry, I, I apologize, Jack. I hijacked your topic. But are we still going to talk about? Yeah, well, I kind of wanted. I kind of just wanted to mention, like, as uh, because me as a very as a very fair, light skinned. I'm not gonna say fair skinned because that is kind of stupid. Light skinned Latino. Listen, Jack, it's uh, all the same to us dark skinned people. 
Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's also very, it's also very important the words you choose to describe. To describe so. No, I know, I know, yeah, I, I know it means a lot to y'all, but to dark skin people, the, like, yeah. when the race war starts, we want another difference. <laughs> Are you light or fair skin? Either way, you have your, either way. have your BLM badge, or you gonna get caught up in the mix. You gonna have your BLM badge. Yeah. Bro. So like, so like in this, so in this world, either you got a PBA card or a BLM badge. Hey man, pick your side. Oh my skin, god! Folks. Ooh, that sounds like an Amazon Prime show. Can you imagine an Amazon Prime show? It's like they're like the, the pendulum switches, but then they get all like um, fucking Hunger Games on it, just start killing all whites, just white people. Or like, yo, like they, 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 got, they got like a Black Lives Matter card. It's like an official one. It's got like a hologram and shit. They can scan it. You know, it's like, the motherfuckers start selling fake Black Lives Matter cards. Like they make it to the they, they, white people trying to make it out the the white zone. And it's like, oh god, Black Lives Matter gonna make it. Yo, bro, you know y'all are talking about the Rick and Morty episode of the Citadel. That's exactly what y'all talking about. Really? Well, anyway, yeah. 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 So what, what I was what I was trying to talk about was oh. that just um, that that that's, that in Latin culture, there's a lot of like deep seated racism that like we don't realize, and I just feel like it's important for us to uh, be vigilant <clears throat> in looking back on you know some things that our grandparents say or some things our parents say like i know i knew a lot of spanish girls growing up that like they were like oh i can't bring a black boy to my fa- to my home to my family like, my dad oh, would kill right. me my grandmother right. da, 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 da. and it's like and it's like we are so quick to just look overlook it and just be like oh no peach they they're just old and you're just stuck like that and it's like especially like now at times it's just more and more prevalent it's more and more it's more and more the responsibility of the youth to check their family, right? Like, I didn't realize, like, how deep-seated it was until, like, when I went to, when I went to um, South American country and I noticed that all the uh, billboards, all the bus, all the billboards on the buses, on the, on the highways, you know, commercials on the TV, it was all fair. It was all white skinned Latinos. Like there were no dog skinned Latinos holding the burger for McDonald's, not, you know, like at the beach using the suntan lotion and no advertisement, no nothing and no representation. And then even what West growing up watching my father watch like the like the Univision channel. I mean, first off, the Univision had the baddest bitches, right? Bad. Like all of, all of, all the women that was telling the, showing you the weather, telling you the news, you know, on the game shows, they were just the baddest. But they was also super white. Like I didn't see no dark skinned baddies, mm-hmm. and so it was just like wow, like you know, like. It is uh, to me. It's more blatant in Latin culture. Oh, than, crazy blatant! Crazy yeah, blatant! It's 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 blatant, and it, but it's so blatant that it's like you know, this. There wasn't enough people in the Latin culture to be like, "Yo, y'all gotta stop this shit." Like this is bugging, you know. Well, so, I mean, this is what I was, I, th- th- my experience. I think a very simple lesson, not a lesson, but a simple, a very simple line, at least in me 
in my personal experience, is that the closer you are to your Latin culture, the more racist you are, right? So me being second generation Puerto Rican or third generation, whatever the fuck it is. My grandma came, she had my dad, my dad had me. My dad, my grandma came from Puerto Rico, had my dad in the Bronx, my dad had me in the Bronx. So I'm like, what the fuck I am, right? But I was so far from our natural culture that, like, I know my dick, you know where I think my dick came from. <laughs> Damn, bro, we here again? We here again? <laughs> Yo, he didn't what I, I, I did not grow up with any at all zero dot zero hatred or or negativity towards black people. If anything, I grew up thinking I was black, whether I was or not, or what whether I was or whatever degree I was. My best friend was black. My best friend was Jamaican. I really didn't um, understand that there even was a difference. Clearly there is, and that difference comes to how you are treated, right? Mm-hmm. At minimum, and then there's other differences, right? Um, um, but in terms, but my experience is unique to myself. Yes, there's maybe there's other Hispanics who are born in New York City who have that same experience, but a lot of people's experiences are more relative to their culture. And their cultures can can be almost as bad as American culture can be in the South. Like it's very shitty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, like, like a like something on topic. Uh, I remember the first time I realized, like, because I like my experience as a as a kid was hanging out with my best friend who's black and hanging out with his friends who were mostly black. So I found myself very much in the situations where I was the only Puerto Rican in the room. Mm-hmm. I didn't find it to be weird. Obviously, I was the only Puerto Rican, but like, they never made me feel like I actually took it as like, like they never made me feel bad for being the only Puerto Rican. And when we would, when we got like thirteen and fourteen, I never felt bad for being the only Puerto Rican. Actually, to a certain point. I started getting mad play because I was like, oh, no, I want to go rub on the Puerto Rican's dick and, you know, dance parties in the 90s. You know how it was. Dubbing <laughs> <laughs> parties. Yeah, I remember that shit. Um, I remember the first time I experienced racism. And it was from a Dominican in, in high school. And it was like, I transferred I transferred from one school to the other. And I met this new guy. He was, man, he was super chill. And he was throwing a birthday party. And like... Um, he stole a birthday party. I, I had my experiences going into that moment, and he's just like, "Yeah, man, I'm super excited." This party, I was like, "Yeah, man!" And like, I was super excited. I was super excited because I was gonna meet a lot of people. Like, this was gonna be like my real first opportunity to, like, chill with a lot of people for my this new school. I had transferred from sophomore junior year, and he was just like. And I, I had come from an experience where most of the parties I've been to were black or mostly black. I've been in experience where I was the only Puerto Rican and I fucking loved it. It was the best. <clears throat> loved it. Like, I had no reason to say anything negative about my experience. And he was just like, I, I just, I just, I just, he was like, he was talking about his party. He was like, I just hope there's not too many black people there. And I was like, I was like, 
not too many black people there. Not too many black people there. Like, not too many. What the? F- like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I couldn't. Yeah, even- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Not too many black people there. Because I, and then I'm sort of putting it through my own Rolodex. Like, there's a lot of black people at all my parties. Like, not too many black people. What is too so I like I was so perplexed. I was like, after you didn't realize someone that's saying that he thinks that he's fucking with someone who believes in that same universe. Mm-hmm. So I, to a certain extent, by me, like I'm like, what? Are you? Not really. Not saying like, yeah, me too. Yeah, that I'm threw like, him off. So you're throwing off, and he throwing off. Well, I, mean, I could have. I actually didn't throw him off because he was very confident in his statement. But I could have been throwing him off. But like, I, was no, I mean, like, like your confusion may have like. Yeah, 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 made him confused, yeah. you know. I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "You know, man, black people, they stink." And like, how <laughs> said like, they stink? <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, and like you couldn't believe that. You're like, "What?" I don't know. You know what the fun thing is? It, it, I didn't. I was so like. I was so befriended with my friends that I, it wasn't like he could shake how I feel about black people. So when I when he said it, I didn't think offense. I thought almost like genuine shock and awe. Like, oh shit, you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about you. I've heard about yeah. your type of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> no, 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 I don't mean it that. Like I was shocked, but I didn't like. I wasn't a. I was more like shocked about meeting a racist. Like I was like, yeah. oh, oh, you're racist. You're racist. Bro. Like you hate them. Like, like it wasn't like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, like, it's, it's like, so crazy. It's it's just it's. I mean, this is this is what we mean by like racism is taught, right? It's just taught, right? Because like you were always around black people and yada yada yada, product of your environment. So you were chill, you were cool, you didn't have anything to deal with like you know racist issues or nothing like that. But then for some reason, maybe because you were the lighter skinned of the group, he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, black guys, fuck them," yeah. you know. It's just. And it's just so, it's just that level of ignorance. It's so crazy that that's all it takes for somebody to say some wild shit, you know? Yeah, it's he, just, he it's, was saying it to the wrong guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Me. But it's just, but that's how shallow they think, right? Like, they just, they just see somebody who's not black and they're like, oh, he must, he must agree with me. Because, you know, hating black people, that's American. We're Americans. So, you know, he's just doing right. this for show and, and topic, everything. This was a Dominican guy. Hmm? On topic, this was a Dominican guy. Mm-hmm. And um, not to shit on Dominican listeners, but but that was the beginning of my racial interactions, and Dominicans would not be out racist by the whites into well into my college career because <laughs> I met a lot of Dominicans. I, like that was. I'm glad you said my- that. I'm glad you said that. Dominicans are on the clock, bro. Like Dominicans, <laughs> Dominicans are on the clock because they too can be pretty fucking racist. Yeah, and the so thing is, it's like it's it's it it, it it 
it's got a historical, it's just been constant and it's been something that's been happening. It has been called out in small, in small doses. Mm. Whatever relationship in the Dominican culture. But the thing is, is what I'm trying to say is, is that it's, it's a, it's across all Latin cultures. My point is saying that is just to say that it's just to say that in terms of my experience, and I just to say that it's on on point to what we're talking about is that most of my racist experiences weren't white related until deep into my teens or twenties because yeah. I didn't hang around with white people. I mm-hmm. hung out with minorities, and unfortunately, same, same, yeah. the most racist minorities in terms of relative relations to black people were Dominicans. And then as I got older and I experienced more interactions, I started, I think what you, what you want to talk about is this concept that there's a deep-seated hatred amongst Hispanics, Latins, or whatever fuck, South Americans, whatever the fuck we call ourselves. I'm, I'm from the Bronx. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I can't believe it. Yeah. I, 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 I just I just I just felt like it was important. I was felt like it was important to mention because the thing is it's no, like definitely. we we don't we don't realize we don't realize uh it, it's hard to realize something is wrong it's if it's been a part of your life and it's been passed down from generation yeah. to generation. You know? Right. Like if if I want to talk about my personal experience, right? Now my personal experience with racism started when I was a kid, where like I played baseball, right? And I played baseball for, you know, I don't give a fuck about this company. There's this Graves Grace Gravesend, right? In Brooklyn. And at that time, it was heavily Italian and Irish. And since mm-hmm. I was half I, half Italian or half Sicilian, half El Salvadorian, I like people would be like, "Oh, you you're not full Italian." And I'm like, "No, I'm El Salvadorian." "Oh, you're a mutt." So they would call me a mutt mm-hmm, to my face mm-hmm. and like you know, I've had like friends of family members call me a mutt to my face as a kid and refer to me as that. And I, and I, and at first I was just like, okay, I guess I'm a mutt, you know. And then when I started to realize, like, you know, like people calling me spick behind my back and, and like and, and and saying it to my face when they're angry at me, I didn't play a good play on the baseball field or something like that. I was just like, wow, like, like, like you're 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 just doing you like these kids are just saying it to be mean. But don't realize that the this this like how systematic it is. Now I'm not gonna say yeah, equate yeah. my experience with an African American person in this country. That would be ridiculous. But that was kind of the catalyst to allow me to understand the the what black people could potentially be exposed to in this country. Like if I mm-hmm. was exposed to that little bit from just being half Latino. Then I, I can only imagine, I can only imagine what other people are feeling, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know and so it's like, so that so so that's what it started to like start to click, and then yeah. I started to see it more within my Latin family, and and then also like Latinos that I knew that I was just like, I would be in high school, I would be like in gym class talking to some girl, not like talking to her like she's my home girl because I had girlfriends. And one of them would be like, oh, my God, I think. And then she would say some black kid's name. Be like, oh, my God, I think he's so cute. Like, da, da, da. And I'd be like, then go and talk to him. Like, I'll tell him you like it. Like, he, like you think he's cute. Like, I'll have him come and talk to you. Like, da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, no. Like, I could never bring a black guy home to my family. And in high school, I was just like, 
oh, well, I guess that's whack. I guess you're just going to miss out because he's a cool person, like whatever. And then not until college to realize like, whoa, like you don't even, that person didn't even realize that they were being racist. They were just trying to survive living in their family. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't make it right, of course, but it's like, it's hard to check those things that you think are part of your culture. You know, yeah. nah, that's that's fact. I mean, listen, you're you're speaking the American culture too, though, because like America's been racist so long, it's hard to even, you know, come to terms with it, right? Like, and I, I think like y'all are speaking facts, but I think like the difference is like you know, similar like y'all all saw your first racist act like you know when y'all were like what close to high school or something like that. Um, well, I don't know. It, it, I started to realize it when I started to get to high school. Like realize it, realize realize it for what it was. Now, if I look back on my childhood, as I've been experiencing it and I've seen it happen in front of me, no, and it's happened to me a little bit throughout my life. Now that I have the knowledge, you right, know, right, but yeah, recognizing yeah. it right when it happens, that was yeah. more like towards the end of high school into college that I personally I think, started to like. I think catch like it. so. So for me, like, I think the first time I remember, like, you know, seeing racism first person. Did you did, about Ev, did you see it first or did you experience it first? If you remember, did you see it or experience He's it? Black. No, I, I He's really black. He's black, Jack. Give him a second. Like, I'm, like, realizing. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant, like, realizing. Like, being able to be, like, hold on. You know I what I'm saying? Can't gonna, I, I don't remember. But, like, I, but from, for me, though, I think that the difference is that, like, my my parents and my family prepared me for that, right? So then mm-hmm. I already knew it existed, but I just never mm-hmm. saw it until like when I got to you know like high school or you know yada 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 or like you know maybe eighth grade or something like that because like I went to public school um, up until third grade, then I went to a Catholic school from third to fifth grade, then I went to an all blacks private school until eighth grade, and then in high school I went to another Catholic school. And, you know, it was all mixed. It was Latino. It was Filipino. It was Asian. It was white, yada, yada. And so that's when, you know, shit, people was really starting to talk and everything like that. And that's when you really experience the racism. So, but I already knew that there were people like that out there. And so, like, when Gene says, like, it was like, oh, shit, this is this is what you call racism, right? And it's just like, it was a shock when you first saw it. It's like, for me, it was like, oh, I've been waiting to meet one of y'all motherfuckers. I knew y'all wow. was out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. My family told yeah. me watch out for y'all because y'all were around. So I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. And while it's it's yeah, it's the privilege, it but it also but it also shows that even in the Bronx, right? Even because y'all are minorities too. Like even in y'all's household, it's still not talked about enough because you're not mm-hmm. prepared for it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can imagine what these white kids they're talking about in their household. They're they're really. They're really immersed in that shit. There was one video I seen online where there was this this teenage girl, I guess. She was she videoed herself talking to her parents because her mom she wanted to go to the, the protests and her parents was like, nah, you don't need to be out there with those animals. Mm-hmm. And she was going back and forth with them. So that's what that's what that's what white kids are dealing with, you know, yeah. now. Some of them. You know, mm-hmm. so that's I think the difference. You know, we see racism at the same time in our age, but I think as me, I was more prepared for it because that's what we talked about. We already knew it was coming. I, 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 I won't lie. Like, in terms of me personally having a thought that I've never had before and like an appreciation that I, I find beautiful, it's just the idea that like, fuck, man. Like, like I value being a Bronx Knight or the fuck we want to call ourselves. 
and 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 having not reached racism that deep into my life, right? Mm-hmm. Like I value that. Right. I value that. Like I I lived in a bubble. It wasn't like that. We didn't have. It was just that like we all no yeah. Like, there's a thing in New York. Right? City. Like, you know it's yeah. But like the reason why I say that is because. It's crazy that even though I had that environment, and the funny thing is, you probably also had relative that environment, but mm-hmm. you didn't have that privilege because they had to prepare you for the races. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? like, without, knowing I, I, that, without knowing that it was going to happen. When you were going to find them, yeah. like, you didn't have the privilege of just running into a racist such as myself. Right. Yeah, you had to be prepared for when you would exactly. run into. Because, because, like, imagine, imagine me going into that situation not prepared. Like, what, what the fuck you mean, black people stink? What the fuck? Like, I, like I'm going to react hostile and I'm going to fight yeah. and it's going to be a problem. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's that's, that's the that's, shit that's so, that's the shit that's ingrained in you know our history and our upbringing in America. Now I want to, but I want to. Yeah, I want to tell a story. I want to tell a story though that like where. So it, it kind it, it's kind of like it's kind of like dark skinned people, dark skinned Latinos don't realize that people are being racist, right? So there was this one moment where I happened to be around a, many, a lot of Dominicans, right? We were all just chilling, and there were a few dark skinned Dominicans there, like like as dark as you, Ev, right? Like your your skin color, and yeah. uh, one of them says, "Oh, I don't." I don't like girls that are that are too dark. I don't I don't think that I don't think black girls are beautiful, right? And I'm looking around waiting for somebody to say something and I'm like, "Bruh, that shit is racist." And so and so he was like, he was like, "It's not racist. What are you talking about? It's it, it's my preference." And then right when he said that, the other people all around were like, yo, Jack, chill. Like, and I was kind of drunk and a little emotional. So I was making a big deal about it. Cause I was like, fuck you. You're the type of people that we don't like need to be voting and shit like that. Like what kind of wild ass shit is that? And he's like, no, it's my preference. It's my preference. It's what I like. And these other dark skinned Dominicans are justifying it. And I'm like, all right, so hold on. So he says that dark skinned women aren't beautiful. Okay. And you say that that's his preference. Okay. I was like, "How dark is your mom?" And they and and the dog was like, "Yeah, she's pretty dark skin." And I was like, "So what did he just say about your moms? What did he just say about your moms?" And at that moment, they were all quiet, looking at him like, and I saw in their eyes it was kind of like a, a computer glitch. They didn't know which way they were gonna go. Now that that provided them not new information, but this the information differently. And I, when I saw that, I was like. Whoa, bro! This shit is so deeply cultural that even when oh, you yeah. present them with the facts, they're still like, like I, I can't. Even though I know it's wrong, I can't differentiate. I can't deter from the well, what I've been raised to think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But, look, and so that's why to I, me it's just like, ah, oh, man, this is so. This is so deep seated. So I was very much lucky to have a family that didn't talk about it at all. And led me to believe that I was black for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying individual. I'm just saying, like, this is something that's are, involved in the Latin culture. Yeah. Who aren't raised that way. There are Hispanics who are raised to basically hate themselves. Yeah. And, so like, I've, I, and since 
and since teenage, I've I've only I've only. It's so sad because I had such a I had such a pure youth. Like I would say, like thirteen and below, they were. It's it was a youth without white people. Like, like basically, like it was black people, Hispanic people, and Mexicans. I mean, Mexicans was the people we shit it on. Fucking that, <laughs> that shit. No, but I, I just my wife yeah, was Mexican. Yeah. When I was a thirteen-year-old, it was pretty bad to be Mexican. Yeah. This is what it is. I mean, <laughs> it's just that 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 that's that that's a single moment for me, which is crazy. But that. Like my, me and my cousins, we always had this debate about like something called self hatred, right? Like it's, you know, it's when you see like you know black people with white significant others, and like, oh self hatred, right? It's just it's it's for some reason society, well not for some reason, but society has looked down on the darker your skin on skin is, you know, like you see all the commercials and everything like that. They have fair skinned women, even when it's a black commercial, they have people who aren't too dark. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You have models who aren't too thick, you know, aren't too big, you know. So it's it's stuff that's anti-black just by its presentation. And it's mm-hmm. crazy that, you know, because, listen, that that dude, he's not the only one I've heard that from. He's like, oh, no, dark-skinned women aren't pretty. Like, a lot of people have said that. They said that about dark-skinned guys. Like, they're not pretty. Like, just dark-skinned is not, it's not pretty in the public, you know, for some reason. Like, that's just not, you know, it's not valued. It's just, it's just not. So... It's always something that's always been, you know, we've we've talked about it a lot in my family. Like, it's yeah. just, you have to. You know, no, my, my point, Ed, my my point, Ed, from my story was just to 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 show that, you know, they read like there are there are maybe not a lot or a little bit. I don't know the number, but there are people out there that truly don't realize that the way they carry themselves is racist, and it's just like. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's like a delusion. Like you'd like, like, you like, it's like for a perfect example, like walking out the bathroom with a toilet paper on the bottom of your foot, you know, and, and you're walking around not noticing it, but everyone else is noticing it. Yeah, and it's like, fucking cultures. Fuck no. Yeah, yes. But, so- but, that's the, but that's the thing is it, but the, so like, just like how, right. Hold on. Just, just how. The cops are responsible to change their own precincts, right? And Como is giving them an ultimatum to be like, talk to your community so you can better your police precincts, right? It's in the, that the same way is people have to check their culture, right? Latinos, we have to check our culture. We have to check That's it right. constantly over and over and over again because there may be some things chilling in the little roots of it that you don't realize are are. are, are are contributing to the racist undertones of society. Yes, my point right? is that some of so us that's aren't. what I was trying to. I was trying to emulate through that experience of, of them being no, like, no, no. Wait a minute. he no, said my mama was some of, us, some of us aren't like some cultures aren't like some cultures are fundamentally like to a person who's just per, like I'm not saying racism is never understandable, right? It's not understandable, but like I like relatively speaking, I get how white people hate black people more than Hispanic people, right? Because they're so different from black. 
No, no, what I'm trying to say is that, like they're so different from black people that like relatively speak like basically what I'm trying to say that's a bad way to say it. What I'm trying to say is terrible that, like, way. <laughs> I was I was waiting. That's why I stay quiet. I'm waiting to see where he was going go with that people, one. People <laughs> the point is that like Hispanic people should hate white people less than white people than white people. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like I shouldn't hear racist things from Hispanic people. Because they are more black than white people. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, like it's almost like when you see two extremes, you see white people's opinions, you should look to your left and see a different opinions. And when you see Hispanics have the same opinions, it's jarring. Yeah. But the but like but but the thing is is what what I'm not saying that they it's okay. I'm just saying like No, of course not. They should understand that their opinion, like, so like you're not me, white, bro. Let me, let me. So it's it's funny because, like, we talk about this shit all the time, right? So, devil's advocate because I like that position. Um, so <laughs> a, a lot of the, so we had a conversation where, like, we were talking about whether you would date someone who was transgendered, right? And and I and and so let me just start off by saying, listen, I don't I hate aligning our struggles with the LGBTQ community. Like it's it's there's different struggles, right? But this is just it's it's so synonymous, right? And so okay. um some people were like, Yeah, like you know, um, of course I don't mind it as long as I love them and like we're having a good time. But then other people was like, nah. And and like so it was a question of like why is like, you know, it basically ended up was like, well then clearly you have a problem with transgendered people as a whole. If you're unwilling to date okay. someone who you have a good relationship with, who you know you find a good partner in this person, but because they're transgendered, you wouldn't date them, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's it's so it's it's similar. So that so the question I guess I'm asking is like, do you think that it's racism, right, or do you think that it's just really a preference? Like, because people have the right to prefer who they want to date, right? Listen, I I. Yeah. I don't. Ha- I, I'm not going to date a white person. Now that doesn't mean I don't like white people. Although, eh, you know, but I don't. I, I, I. I, I keep going, Dev. I'm sorry. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to date a white woman. I don't. I just wouldn't. I just don't want to. And that doesn't mean that I hate white women. It just means that that's not my preference, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. That's the question I'm asking. Like, do you think that there's a okay, conversation yeah. to be had about that? I don't know, man. I mean, because like the, the same thing with me is like I knew I wasn't gonna marry a white woman. Like, I knew I was gonna have to marry a Latina because like I needed her to throw plates at me and then fix me a plate after. Like, <laughs> I needed, family. I, I, I needed, I needed that part of my culture. My children, my children need to grow up with Spanish food in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like, awesome. <laughs> no, no, fuck all that. All, all I'm saying, but here's the thing, I'll totally get you saying is like, is my preference racially driven or culturally driven? And if if my preference is culturally driven, is the culture manipulated by racism? Because mm. if my preference is culturally driven, but my culture is racist, then my preference inevitably is racially driven. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> so like so you really, I, I, I really feel like I just busted that shit open, but you, I feel like it's up to the individual to take the responsibility to check your culture 
analyze your culture, break that shit down, and then see if your if your preference is justified based on what you want for your household versus what your culture makes comfortable. Hundred percent agree. Right. Hundred percent agree. Because it's it, and and I, and, I, and and that I feel like is a struggle with every individual person. You know what I'm saying? Like parts. It's it's moving parts, right? Because now you're fighting. Well, racism is generational thing, right? But but mm-hmm. you're fighting that generational culture, right? Because your parents want you to do something a certain way. You know, family pressure is a real thing, right? So. You know those people who say, "Oh no, I can't bring a, I, I can't bring a black dude home." Like that's that's because of their family's beliefs, right? And so the, the yeah. missing part is, is the racism, right? So why do they believe that, right? What what is the purpose of believing that you can't date outside your race, right? And and it's is it inherently racist? Is it racist values? Yada yada yada. So I think that mm-hmm. a lot of times what happens is we see in society like we like to blame, you know, what we feel is racist on other issues, right? We just blame it on other things. Oh, nah, y'all are too violent. That's why y'all got your ass beat by the cops. Oh, nah, yeah. it's, it's a family culture. Like, we like to keep things inside our own race. That's why we don't date black people. You know, it's always yeah. this other excuse of why we don't do things with black people or for black people other than calling it racist. And so when we say it's racist, then we're playing a race card, you know? So it's mm-hmm. that's why I think it's a good conversation to have because it's not just, you know, it's not about preference you can't just stop there right people have preferences to date but it's like you have to check you know like you said check check your culture check the people yeah. in your family. and so also ev also ev i feel like it's important to like mention that like people who are promoting black love right and like and and, and black women and men getting together and building families like that like i don't I can't look at that. Like people who promote that or say you shouldn't be dating, dating white women. Like who, you should be, you should be with a black woman. You know, when they tell black men telling other black men to be with black women. Like yeah, yeah. I don't see that as. Uh, I don't see obviously that's not racism because they're in a position of power. But I also don't mm-hmm. see that as prejudice. I don't see that as the same thing as a dark skinned Dominican. Like in that instance where dark skinned Dominican said, "Oh, I don't like black women because I don't think they're beautiful." It's like mm-hmm. I think it's important for black women and men to get together and build black families because of the generational attacks that have been on black families. And so off the strength of that, there needs to be a more promotion of that and there need, and you know, and there needs to be more of a, of a creation of that. Mm -hmm. Solely because, solely because people who are melanated have been, have not only been oppressed by a system, but also have been systematically separated. Yeah, you know, like I mean, if we want to get into if we want to get into how easily, you know, the media and and all of these other movements. I don't want to call them all out because, but all of these other movements look, have sort of bad checks emulated, emulated that single black woman. When you are Dominican and start calling a badass bitch not bad because you racist, you're racist. <laughs> I know. I wasn't talking about that though, man. I was saying, I was just saying, like, I like when it, comes to black, when it comes to when it comes to black people, them wanting to be with only black people and build only black families. I don't see that as prejudice or racist. I don't see that. I only all I see that is building up what your ancestors couldn't because of the situation they was in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not no, it, racism requires power, and if you don't have power, you know, you white racism. tears, yeah. white tears, yeah, uh, white tears. Ain't no white tears over here. Like uh, tears uh, are see through. Like <laughs> if an alien, if an alien came to our planet and started seeing a 
It's like, yeah, there's a statistical probability these black people won't fuck white people. What's going on? These black men won't fuck white bitches. Yeah, they could think whatever the fuck they want to think, but we're on the planet Earth and we have fucking shit that we want to do. You, you wasn't with us to... shooting in the gym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what it was like, all right? You don't know what it was like. He wasn't here before Eugene got his in-home gym. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, same shit, well, that's uh, at the end of the day, that's all I really got to say. Yo, Latinos, we got to check ourselves. We got to check our family. You know, we really got to check our culture. And if you're present, if and if if you want us a Latino wife because you want rice and beans every day in your house, I don't think that's racist. But if you want a Latino <laughs> in your house because you don't like black people, that's a thousand percent racist. No, a white chick will definitely appreciate you. There's nothing wrong with that either. Nah, I don't know about that, man. I need a girl who I know has the potential to get mad enough that she can kill me. Like I, I like I don't see a white woman being able to kill me. I'm sorry. Unless she's like a UFC fighter. Like otherwise, nah. Like white women call the cops on a <laughs> like, like they be calling the cops wild quick. Fuck all that, yo. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're in college and you don't plan to be around her that long. I think it depends. It's age it's an age situation. I need listen. My 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 kids was gonna grow up with the Spanish moms, with Latino moms. I that, I plan to pull out for the rest of my life. So I say you you choose your own adventure. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. But yeah. at the end of the day, make sure that the reason why you choose an adventure is because of your own choices and not, not because, because they black as down to black you. you know Some ignorance <laughs> that was passed down to you. Shit. <laughs> Yo, uh, I think we take... should all think about our grandmothers and tell them to go fuck themselves in our minds. And then well, you know what's so like... crazy, man? I'm fortunate enough that my grandmother, who's still alive, yo, like I've had conversations with her, and she's on like, average, <laughs> on average, Ev, most grandmas are shitty. Like your grandmother. <laughs> I'm oh, fortunate God. enough. My, my my grandmother's willing to have a conversation, and 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 she's not. And and, and what's crazy? My grandfather. My is grandmother's not shitty. My grandfather <laughs> said some unsuspected shit after after, after several yeah. years of knowing him. <laughs> yeah, so is my grandfather, but he fought in three goddamn wars. What you want to? What you want for this man? Yeah, <laughs> you know what's so funny? My grandfather had his Hispanic racist moment. <laughs> with, with my old ass aunt. Fucking her old, like I thought my grandfather was mad because his, my aunt's boyfriend was older than him, which is crazy. <laughs> my aunt was like fifty five, and, and her boyfriend was like seventy five, and my grandfather was like seventy eight. Hey, I'm hustle. thinking like, I'm thinking like he's like, I'm thinking he's like, cause like my my family was like. Yo, tell your grandfather about something. Like, yo, mommy, I don't know, man. He's pretty old. Like, he has a right to say what he said. Say, no, talk to him. I'm like, oh, all right. Like, I'm, I'm like 28. I'm like, I, I don't have nothing to be saying to this motherfucker. He's too old. <laughs> and then, like, I, I saw him in the hallway, and like, he, he like called the guy black in Spanish. I was like, whoa, whoa, grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, oh, pops. Okay, we see you, grandpappy. Like, I know what it's hitting for now. All right. All right. 
<laughs> like the funny thing is, I had gone my entire life not knowing he had that energy in him. <laughs> so all of a sudden realizing he did all along, and you're just like, Fuck. Oh, come on, oh, man. man. Oh, I, thought, I thought my family was cool. How was he with that? He was. I was like, it was a couple years ago, like 28. He was a grown ass man. He was like, he was standing in passing, like this Negro. I'm like, oh shit, but oh, I'm like, hold on, Grandpa. <laughs> nah, son, nah. <laughs> oh, man, Negro. It's still called us Negroes, huh? Negro. Negro. He wasn't called him a Negro. He was calling him a Negro. He was calling him mm-hmm. this, like, this, he, was saying, he wasn't even saying it to me or her. He's like, oh, I don't know what black in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! God damn it! What have I not seen?" So, all right. So, we we're gonna close this out with the story. I just want to get down to it. We get to it. Columbia's racist too. So, I was Columbia's racist. Just throw it out. I know it comes out of left field, but uh, I mean, no, no. But you know what? I'm not surprised. I mean, you you pick all those countries. Personal context on that racism. Uh, There's a coworker who I will not name. His grandmother used to tell her a lot enough to make it part of her psyche. Is you best to lighten that coffee when you come home. (laughs) Jesus. Which basically what that meant is that. You're supposed to um, oh, marry Stop someone home. who lightened the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Right. No that's one crazy. No one darker than you. <sighs> Man, that self, yo, son, that self hatred. Do you? Do you? Do you? I mean, I, I, obviously, I don't want to say which one is worse, but like, I feel like that's yeah. the, the, like what, what's worse, like hating yourself through racism or hating someone else through racism. I mean, they're both really shitty situations. And how much you hate. It's like, I mean, like, like thinking about it from the outside, like, dude, like that person hates other people. And it's like, all right, well, he's an asshole. But they're like, that dude, that person hates themselves. Like, I think it would be worse to be racist against yourself. Well, you know, to me, Jack, it's all the same because you're still hating. Yes, of course. Yourself. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still, you're still hating someone yeah. because of their skin you're color, which is bad. Uncle Ruckus ass looking, you know, you still yeah, you yeah. Black, if you hate yourself, then hey, you still hating me. So you probably just you probably just look crazier. Right? Yeah. You probably just look like a crazier person. Like you're just even more lost. Hate is illogical. I think I think mm-hmm. I think I think people have to realize that your life isn't shitty because of other people. Mm-hmm. And you just shut the fuck up and fix your own shit before you like I think I think I think hating another person as a mechanism of fixing your own life is the last step in the program. <laughs> I don't even think it's a step in the program. I think it's a major no, step. step the, no, if if you are oppressed, right? And like you go through all the steps to fix your own life and you, your life is still not fixed. Then yes, the next step is to kill the oppressor. Don't get it twisted. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Killing yeah. oppressor is always a step in the game. Yeah. But it's that step. It's mm. fix your own life. Choose to do the things that within your control. Those are the first steps. And like racist people are basically 
starring at the end of the like they're like starring backwards. Like they're sitting there going, the reason why my life is shitty is because black people exist. Mm-hmm. They're just fucking retarded. That's mm-hmm. retarded. You That's dumb bit. white, dumb fucking. They're not all white. They're not all white. They're just dumb. Because yeah. they are black people that hate black people. You know, like they're. It's it, that, that 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 shit is crazy to me, man. You know, there 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 are people who have black children and don't like black people, and right. so it's. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's that's everything. That's everything. What, what, I, I, I just feel like I just feel like I, I personally. No, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I I just I just feel like the 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 we're not gonna change the ones who make an effort to hate, right? But what we could make an effort to change are the ones that don't realize, right? Now. Like at the end of the day, it's individual. Just like each police precinct has to change their own policy to affect the people that they affect, each person has to change themselves so how they affect the people they affect. It's all at the end of the day, you know, yes, continue to push these grand sort of laws and 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 qualifications and things to change all this policy, but I feel like if the people want to see the biggest change in the shortest amount of time, we've got to focus on the individual. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, like, I, I think there was a moment when I thought that, and I and I don't no longer think that because I don't think I think I think when you started this conversation with like Hispanics who like have cultures of white celebration, right? Like who like. Mm-hmm. Celebrate, and it's up to the white. individual to check that. No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. These, these cultures are celebrating white dumb, right? Why are they celebrating white dumb? Because of white culture, right? Like, like where are they getting these fucking like the, this Concepts value from. of whiteness from the, from the source, right? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like. Like it's it's art it's art like like it's like um have you ever seen Devil Wears Prada? Okay. There's there's a there's a thing where like the main white bitch in Devil Wears Prada shits on whatever fuck the other bitch's name is, and she he's like she's like oh I don't I don't believe in art I don't believe in fashion and she's like what you think you think that you think what you what you're wearing. Wasn't a trick or Oh yeah, when she told about the color, she was like, "The color of your sweater was actually yeah. introduced because this one person chose to use that color." Yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that racism, like these 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 ancestors of con- whatever fuck they are, they their racism is deeply rooted, but it's also externally supported. So mm-hmm. you can fix a problem from both ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like you can't don't say a problem is one way or the other. It's both ways. It's deeply rooted and it's extremely supported. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not saying one way is better than the other, but they're both. We yeah. can fix them both. That's facts. Now I'm not Colombian. I don't know how you tell a Colombian grandmother. That she's a piece of shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How do you do that? I don't know. But yeah. I, so I have a better authority to speak about how you speak the external culture than I can tell all these deeply rooted Hispanic culture. Like, I, I actually 
count it as a deep blessing of my of my existence that I grew up in the Bronx. Bronx was very much mixed race, and we Mary Marks did not have that experience. And that that and like I was saying before, that that is a privilege in itself to not have to to be run into racism in the street like it's a fucking like oh shit like that is that's a privilege and i i am um, i'm happy i got to live that privilege life because mm-hmm. yeah. not everyone does get to do mm-hmm. but i think i think i think i think we're heavy enough <laughs> I'm gonna tell you guys a story. This has been a lot of story. This is a uh, closing argument time. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> this is a concept called a uh, Captain Saver Hole. I know what a Captain Saver Hole is. Uh, do you have Do you have your definition of what a Captain Saver Hole is? Somebody just diving into an ocean that can't necessarily swim, but always got to save a dumb motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I think a Captain Saberho is? I think a Captain Saberho is an individual who does not have the capacity to create a situation where a woman will find him interesting. So what he does is he waits until another man who is obviously more masculine and alpha than he is fucks up and he tries to swoop on in and try to be like, oh, I'm the solution to the problem you're having yeah, and hopefully you've been having this relationship problem for a long time and so I'm going to not only je- capitalize on your on your that sensitivity fire. of the situation but also the inconsistency of the your, this man. Yes, that that is a... That is- that very much plays into this characterization. So, so fuck all y'all um, hoes. <laughs> me, me and my wife have a great relationship because neither of us are victims. We victimize each other. And what I mean by that is that <laughs> what I mean by that is that we experiencing each other's company by choice. And to the outside universe, we might be aggressive or abusive or whatever it is, but we're fine. We don't need your help. And this, 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 this circumstances of our love, our love language was never more prevalent than this time that we were in. Um, fuck. It, it wasn't in England. It wasn't England County. It was um, oh, Oxford. We were visiting one of my friends in Oxford County. And we had like, we were traveling all across Europe and like on our trip back, like we started off in England and our, our wraparound, we went to Oxford and we went there and it was like our last day in Europe. And like the, the girl who we were staying at her house that I knew, she didn't want to come out drinking with us. And I was like, oh, fuck, really? So we went out drinking by ourselves. So we're at a bar and we're drinking and we're getting fucked up and we start talking about um we start talking about um we start talking about religion right we start talking about religion in general mm-hmm. and i start arguing that um 
there's nothing wrong with religion, but there is something wrong with Catholic religion because they um, indirectly support pedophilia, right? Yes, <laughs> because they they're not they're not pedophilia pedophilias or whatever the fuck it is. But, but they have a budget to su- to support, to, to, to pay people off and stuff like that. Like, they, like the Vatican yeah. spent like $4 billion a year or something like that on. Yeah, like, they're like, they're like basically the, the system that they're in is, is so directly connected to it that even if they are good people within themselves, they're still bad people. And that was my premise. And she started arguing that, no, she had um, she like grew up and like her local priest was a good person mm-hmm. and I'm Eugene Toussaint so I'm, I'm just not gonna go yeah you're right like, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like, no, like fuck uh, that dude and every uh, dude that came before him his mama he supports pedophilias too he's just as bad as the rest of them we started arguing and like she kept she going, no, he's a good person. And then she started eventually started crying. And I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just in, in the moment I'm thinking, like, I don't think what I'm saying is wrong. Like, I'm not saying individually he's a bad person, but it's it's like saying you're a good person in the mafia. Like, yeah, you are a good person. You treat your grandmother right, but you still support child murder. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you, still, you still support the, the horrible things that the organization yeah. does. Now, that was my position. And she's like, no, he's a good person. I'm like, yo, I don't give a fuck. So she starts bawling, crying. And I'm Eugene Tucson. I don't give a fuck. What? Your woman? That would be sexist for me to stop my opinion because you start crying. I would never do that. Never. Never. So I did it. So I'm sitting there bawling, crying. And this guy, this just white call of a man comes. I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down. And he comes. He goes, I, I'm going to need you to stop talking to her. I'm like, what? I'm going to You're disrespecting her. She's crying. She wants you to leave her. I'm like, yo, my mans, you don't fucking know her. You know what the fuck you're talking about? She does not need me to leave her alone. She's getting her ass whipped in an intellectual conversation. You know, And he was like, he was a little confused. <laughs> he didn't what? He didn't expect you to say anything back to him. Don't you gonna like, say? Oh, okay. No. It's like no, you don't leave her alone. Yeah, yeah. He starts going, and I'm like, "Yo, my man, you are a sex piece of shit. You don't know her. You just think that she needs your help. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You don't even know what we're talking about. I will tell you what we're talking about. We're talking about how her." Priest is a piece of shit. That is my fucking point, motherfucker. And, and then she starts. And she, yo, this guy just like I'm. I'm being logical. And I'm sitting down, and he just starts getting more and more aggressive. And he's like, and then he starts saying like, "If you get up, I'm gonna hit you." I'm like, I don't even need to get up. You're you're fundamentally wrong. And then she and Amari starts jumping in. He's like, can you just please leave us alone? We're fine. And, and then she starts holding me. She's like, Eugene, don't fight him. Don't fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, and I was just like, but I was like, yeah, shut the fuck up. You need to walk the fuck away. 
fuck you're talking about, you Captain Saber Ho motherfucker. You know what the fuck? <laughs> just need your fucking help. You need to walk the fuck away. And then he just started. He was just so confused. <laughs> 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 I was being a dick, but <laughs> God, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. But in your own right, it should have really minded his business. Yeah, it's like a police encounter. You don't know. You trying to say I'm drinking outside with an open container? You don't know what's in my cup. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> me and all paper. It's true. It was so funny because he was just like, if you stand up, I'm going to hit you. I was like, I don't need to hit you to prove you wrong. Yo, see, I just started violently abusing him. Uh, yo, that, see, that's what bitches say, right? If you stand up, I'm going to hit you. You never even trying to stand up. So why are you even making that statement? You want me to stand up? So you, you want me to give you a reason to hit me? Bitch, hit me. You're going to hit me, hit me. Yeah, but, exactly. But, but no, you're not. All right, so just, yeah. just walk away. <laughs> Well, fucking wait, Karen's was, and Kyle's not minding their business. I was just like, yo, bro, like you don't know, you don't know her, you don't know what she. It, it was so funny because the moment I remember the most is like, she deserves this ass whooping. She's wrong. <laughs> she deserves. <laughs> she signed up. She signed up for this public verbal abuse. She she knows what it's getting for. She she, she, started, she, she don't wouldn't have started this conversation. Unless she knew how far it was gonna go, just ask for me. That guy was abusing little baby kids. She said, "You need to back the fuck up and let me finish my ass for her." You need to not. You need to recognize. <laughs> Should have asked him. So, are you for pedophilia or not? Like, what you <laughs> I bet you would shut the fuck up right then and there. I would be like, "Yeah, exactly." Get to step in. Go, go, go! Get me a pint, you wanker. <laughs> Talking down a asshole is verbal abuse. It's the best. Oh, <laughs> oh it just feels so good. Feels so good. Oh god. Oh, beautiful. All right. Ooh, let's see where we at now. We are we deep, man. Ooh, three hours and three minutes. God, yo, yo, if you still if you still listening, you know, you just holler at me. I got you, like, Ain't like no you for way. real, bro. I Ain't got no you. Way, yo, if you, black <laughs> thanks for everybody. <laughs> yo. Yeah. We're giving our black bin. We're giving our black bin pins. <laughs> you text us, we'll send you a black bin yeah. pin. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah. crazy. God damn. Yo, listen, if you're still listening now, drop a comment and timestamp it so that I know it's real. Yo, or, or or just send me a text because the only way you listening to us right now is if you personally know us. <laughs> That's right. There's no way. That's, There's no that's way. code for DM. He would like a DM. <laughs> I would like a DM. Slide. 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 He needs blood types and, and, and heights. Because he's not a racist, but he's a heightist. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. You know, this like, is, yeah, uh, man. This, hey, three hours in, man. Timestamp your comments, man. man. Send a like. Share it's us. Cool. If you, you know, if you feel us like Let that. us know you um, made it. For real. Yeah. Tell us, tell us what you're thinking, too. If you got topics you want us to discuss, whatever it may be, just throw it in the comments, man. Let's, let's, let's get some work going, all right? This is a good one. I think yeah. it's a good one. It was fun. All right. Fucked up again. All right. Goddamn.
All right. Well, be All good. Right. Have a good night, y'all. All right. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Prognosis, swaggadocious, spit foul, halitosis, fly team, bound green, call us a gang of lotus, baby, we celebrating, with JDs, we graduated, with a TV show, we're educating, now the hood, we're elevating, con law, crim law, immigration, all tours, you got a question, just ask dog, representation, give us a call, on my briefcase, I got case briefs, exhibits to impeach, but witness on that line shit, Pull it out, got you, bitch. Swag, 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 swag. Attorneys for swag, 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 Attorneys for swag, 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 swag. I'm what you want, baby. I'm what you need, baby. An attorney with swag, 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 swag. I'm what you want, baby. I'm what you need, baby. And I tell you what swag, 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 swag. My suits are pretentious. My shoes are stupendous. She's calling me cute as she pulls my suspenders. I'm simply more dapper, more drippy, more damper. You wear you a square like the stairs on a ladder. In court, I'm a scrapper. Ali Tyson Evander. If you want this smoke, you won't be happy, camper. Come watch us discuss the law raw and uncut over some beers with my peers and special guests. Swag, 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 swag. Attorneys for swag, 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 swag. I'm what you want, baby. I'm what you need, baby. And I tell you what swag, 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 swag. I'm what you want, baby. I'm what you need, baby. And I tell you what swag, 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 swag. Why you mad? We got swag. We do good for the hood. Know your rights. We'll pay the price. Hit the jack. We got your back. Why you mad? We got swag. We do good for the hood. Know your rights. We'll pay the price. Hit the jack. We got your back. Swag.